The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deek speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofa. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofa. I'm Will Anderson and uh, two guest Charlie Clausens. Yes, that's right. Double the value. Uh, guest Charlie Clausens. Uh, last time you heard them together was in the uh, live LA Podcast Festival episode, which is now free on the uh, Tofop feed. And I do have the video feed, so at some stage when I work out how to put a video feed on something, I may even put the video feed up. So, as you know, loyal audience, if you're not a first timer to this podcast, that will not happen for a long time. But at some stage, I do have it. It's on my computer, like the live show from Melbourne. Anyway, I'm rambling. We've got two guests. Why do you just want to listen? To me, let's get right into it. They were on the live show at the LA Podcast Festival. Please welcome to the podcast Matt Kershen and Gareth Reynolds. Hey, yes, hello, hello, hello. We, we weren't we weren't actually on together though. No, yeah, like, this, was, ah, this is the true. first crossover this, episode. Yeah, this is yeah. the first time that we've been able to sort of complete each other's sentences. Super friends. It's the best. But this uh, is what I, I should do. have jumped in on sentences, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, great. this is this is what great. I do. Damn, this is what I do that <laughs> this is what I do that people don't appreciate on this podcast. I don't think I get enough attention for, but I'm going to demand it myself on my own podcast. I construct these things like it's the Marvel or DC universe. Like I have these plans. I put these people together. I introduce them in little ways, like you know, a cameo at the end of the other movie or a little crossover. Sure. And then I sort of combine them and. This is like a, this is our Avengers moment. This is our like you know is, our pod Avengers. Well, there's a lot of pressure now if we, we're the Avengers. I mean, I thought we were just having some beers and pizza. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and now I am wearing spandex. Well, so so am I. Yeah. But still, right. I'm still a little thrown. I'm wearing uh, Spanx. Yeah. Uh, so I thought yeah. you. Look, I thought I noticed. It was like, are you hot? You are you breathing in? He's like, I don't have to. We yeah. uh, we did just have pizza because Matt was a bit hungry and I oh. uh, now it, it was just the, like a heated up Trader Joe's pizza from the freezer. You did it exceptionally. Stop, yeah, stop downplaying how good it was. You had to have gone to the shop, right? I you, did. You selected it. I did. You preheated the oven and then kept it heated all the way through the process. I did. I turned it off at the end. You got it out with you threw caution to the wind when you got it out. You just used a, a fucking rag in your hand. It was perfect. It wasn't a rag. <laughs> towel. Wasn't a rag. He just tore it a rag. It was like a fresh <laughs> kitchen <laughs> towel. He tore some. I some literally had kitchen. before you got here. I had got that out of the dryer I, and no, I had folded I, listen, it in the me, corner a rag of the is kitchen. A towel. That's just where I'm like, at. That's not an indictment. Well, the podcast listeners that think that I'm just grabbing like a wet rag off the stick. No, like I said, we'll tore a strip off the sackcloth he wears you just used a mop and a toothbrush and i loved it it was perfect it is this rag in a, bo- in a like a basket in the corner of liberia I, please I just, burn listen let's end the controversy now it was not a rag it was not a rag. kitchen towel i was it like, was a fresh kitchen towel i was master chef in that shit last night i um i, I had a gig And then after that gig, um, uh, former guest Charlie, David Huntsberger's gig at the Improv. And uh, 
after that gig, I came home and um, I decided that I would watch some television, some television that I taped on my DVR recorder. Okay. And the thing that I taped on my DVR so You're recorder, overcompensating for the rag thing now. You're showing off you've got technology. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not like an Amish or something. I don't want people to think. His like, television. Just, no, just a rag you'd sewn. That's yeah. all it was. <laughs> Let's be fair. Will's television is just a box in the corner of the living room that people do performances in. Yeah, it's just a little puppet stand. <laughs> <laughs> My DVR. You just put the puppets on. Oh, I like the DVR. <laughs> imagine, well, because I, I imagine this podcast is a real show. <laughs> Yeah. Right, but yeah. by any measure of what a real show is, like <laughs> amount of people who listen to it, or you getting paid for it, <laughs> you know, like any of the things that people externally this who is don't a- understand podcasting would think of as a measurement of a real show. So this is a real show, like when your 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 mom's got some guests around and you have to do a performance in the corner for them. Right. So so this is so this is my point. People know who listen to this podcast how important I think this show is. But if you looked at it from the outside, you would think you're a crazy person. Why are you like thinking this is important, right? So imagine if everything else in my life was viewed through that same lens. <laughs> you would be right. I might be saying here that I'm in a house and you're like, no. And like I made you pizza and you're like whispering into the microphones. It was a, it was a rat that he got with a rag. He called it he pizza. Does, he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he put marinara on toast and picked it up with a rag. <laughs> he said, enjoy the Trader Joe's pizza. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> But he ragged a piece of toast with marinara. He just traded it with a guy called Joe. This is a pizza. Thanks, Joe. You're the real deal, baby. (laughs) He offered us ranch to dip it in, and we didn't dare risk it. So, I, um, so you yeah. DVR'd after the hunk. By the way, little little David Huntsberger fact. Don't know uh-huh. if you know this. Don't know uh, if we got uh, to it in the show. Uh, and it is actually uh, we are five minutes in. Actually, five minutes and twenty seconds. So uh, we are twenty seconds over our usual sort of uh, it's a time when we stop down for a David Huntsberger fact. So. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's get that in quickly and <laughs> you just both pretend one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. David yeah. Huntsberger, rodeo champion. Oh, grew up in the South. Entered lasso competitions. Yeah. Like if you ever need a, if you ever have a rogue steer that needs wow. catching, David's your man. In a pinch. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a length of rope and an errant cow, David's the one who will put those two things together and it's like a save very, that cattle. You know what that is? That's just like you know how like they have the army reserve. Yeah. They should also have like the superhero reserve. <laughs> like do you know what I mean like you know Batman you need all the time because there's crime going all the time, but like Lasso Man. Like, yeah. you probably oh. just need intermittently, like, in the city. Like, yeah. I mean, like, you know, if you're in, like, Steer Country, I don't know where that is, like, Steer City, yeah. wherever, like, well, the Steer yeah, are from, like Kentucky right? Kentucky or something. Texas. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so if you're one of those places, I understand, like, that guy's got a lot of work. But we're talking David Huntsberger. He's living in L.A. Yeah. By day, he pursues his dream of stand-up comedy and animation. But by night, he's also, like, the, the lasso. Well, yeah, right? just if there's... And he's only there for if there is a Steer that needs, like, lassoing. Yeah, or, you know, a show at Disney that is one person down. Right. Yeah. He's there. (laughs) He can step in in a pinch. Well, I mean, I don't want to mock his superhero power, though. I mean, it should only be used in case of emergency. I'm just saying that he's there. You don't want to bring out a lasso for nothing. Right. Yeah. It's the real deal. Yeah, it's got to be the real deal. Yeah. But he knows. It's like being in the Army Reserve or the, like, the CFA, the Voluntary Firefighters, where, like, you... So he's just on call for any lasso-related catastrophes. 
Right, but not he, and it can't be like, oh, can you lasso my cat no, no, out no. of a tree no, or no, whatever? No. Yeah, um, like it's, yeah, 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 exactly. Or can you like lasso my girlfriend for a dare? Yeah, yeah. no. He's, He's like, not, no, then I just an abuse of power. Right. Show up at this party, it's my kid's birthday. No, it's not that. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I can't, yeah, I'm not like a trickster. I'm actually pursuing a career in comedy. Not this outside of like... man's Chinese theater taking pictures. <laughs> no. For $2 a pop. Not no. lasso man. None of that. Yeah. No, no. Literally, most of the time in his life, he doesn't have to. It's like Liam Neeson, you know, in Taken. Like, most of the time, Liam Neeson's not employing his certain set of skills. <laughs> like, just when he's, like, going to the shops or whatever. Like, to me, like. I just, I just want to see a combined lasso man version. <laughs> I've taken. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. Hang on, are they are they working together or are they working against each other? Uh, like, I has his daughter picture, been lassoed? I, yeah, I, exactly. I picture his daughter being lassoed and he's like on the phone just like, you don't know who you're fucking with. <laughs> you just entered the wrong ring. <laughs> I'm going to lasso all of you. Oh my God. Just gets at a stolen Audi. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, so I uh, on so my you DVR, DVR <laughs> I, <laughs> almost there. Uh, previously on Dofo, yeah. Uh, on on uh, my DVR, there was a uh, television program that I had taped. I'm a 40 year old man, and I sat here in my house and I watched that television show by myself. Oh. Uh, Master Chef Junior. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Now we finally um, did it. Do you, like I know that we've talked previously about like cooking shows, but do you ever dabble like your toe into MasterChef Junior? Gareth? I have not gotten into MasterChef. Do you know what it is, Matt Kershaw? Yeah, I presume it's the kids' version where the kids are contestants in MasterChef. Yes, there, there was because MasterChef started as a UK show. Yes, years ago, and it was a different format, and it was far more reserved and stayed and far less kind of flashy reality show. It was and very they, British. They, they had it's a kids' too, version then. It's too kind of polite. Uh, but kind of snobby yeah. English guys whose faces would never get them on American television. And it used to be hosted by Lloyd Grossman, <laughs> who was an American with a very peculiar accent. <laughs> and and now has a range of sources. That does really sound like a Simpsons character. Yeah. Like the- <laughs> yeah. I heartily recommend looking up both Lloyd Grossman and uh, then the uh, Vic and Bob version of Lloyd Grossman. <laughs> okay, good. There was a... Uh, all right. Um, so, Master Chef Junior, yes, is the. Have you ever watched Master Chef itself? You ever watched Master Chef? Yeah, I think I think I've seen like some of the new. Is, um, uh, what's his name? Loud shouting English guy. Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. He's now Scottish yeah. guy. He's now he's now the host of it, right? Or is he the host of it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so he was the host. He's always been the host of the American version, which is based on the Australian version, which is based on the English version. Right. So, uh, the Australian version of MasterChef, they were like, we'll take the name and then we'll change the show. And the, sh- the version you see around the world is the Australian version, but it's all based on the British version, which doesn't really look like any of the other versions. Right. Gordon Ramsay has hosted the American version all the time, and it's mostly him just shouting at people. I like the sound of it, obviously. Right. Uh, not shouting about our favourite thing, which is other people's semen. Well, because we have been watching another show he does called Hotel Hell, where he basically just like spends a lot of time with a black light shouting at people, that's your semen. Oh, God. I, yeah. That would be so useful for me because I never know which one's my semen. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get involved in it. Yeah. 
<laughs> like I'm willing to clean up my semen, but I'm not cleaning up anybody yeah. else's yeah, that's semen. That's fair. Right? That is a real rule. Yeah. Right. Like if you present, yeah, you, you clean up your own semen. Yeah. Of course. Right. And I'm, I'm honestly like I, I, you know, I, if you, I don't think I could even tell. Like if you presented me with like a spunk lineup. Oh yeah. I don't think I could pick my own out of it. You don't well, think you could? I think, I think we've got a could. game show right. <laughs> on our hands. Celebrity semen. Yeah. <laughs> Your spunk or not? Why does it have to be celebrity? Why can't it just... What's wrong with just the normal man or woman on the street identifying their semen? Oh, okay. Daytime. That'll be our daytime version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not nighttime celebrities. Because, you know, in prime time, you've got to get some celebrities involved, right? <laughs> and you would be able to get celebrities involved if you rang up some celebrities and said, who do you think? Oh, let's, totally. Let's find the most famous person that we think would say yes if the question was asked of them, will you provide some semen for a game show? Okay. Yeah, you know, guess the celebrity sperm or whatever it's called. Okay. You know. Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah, Charlie Sheen probably. Maybe, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I mean, like, other people could prov- probably provide it as well. <laughs> like, yeah, you just, like, most LA houses if you just reach down the back of a couch. Right. I mean, who wouldn't be able to identify it? <laughs> <laughs> I it's mean, the it's, one that's mouthing, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> it's the one that walks. Yeah, yeah, it's the one that won't stay in the sample container. <laughs> <laughs> it thinks it can play the guitar. I like think it's, it's weird. smoking crack. Am I crazy or is that semen smoking crack? Yeah, the, the sper- Mind your business. The sperm are meant to stop moving after they come out, right? Isn't that what the... This one's forming a middle finger somehow. It's masturbating. <laughs> A sperm is actually masturbating. There is sperm coming out of a sperm. Sperm has a cell phone. <laughs> this is spermception. In this in spermption. This I don't sperm know. I is. Go on it. This sperm is blaming. This sperm is blaming me because it can't get hard. <laughs> <laughs> the sperm show just got picked up for a hundred fucking episodes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, all right, so Charlie Sheen, yeah, I think we probably could get Charlie Sheen. Let's see if we can get someone who's even a bigger celebrity than Charlie Sheen. Because we know Charlie Sheen would do it because he's a train wreck. Let's see if, do you, do you think there's any celebrity who would like do it? Like if you it? get like a Justin Timberlake or would something. Would somebody like do it because, yeah, because they thought it was cool or fun or interesting. Like, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, there's so many train wrecks. Um, Do you know what I mean? Because there's someone who can yeah. make it. There's someone who can make it burlesque to stripping. If you know what I mean, right? Like if someone's, you know what I mean? Like if, yeah, but I just uh, bigger than Charlie Sheen who, on this show. Who might do it for fun? Who's a prankster? Who might be like this is a funny thing? Well, you could Johnny probably get Knoxville. a Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, but he's not bigger that's than Charlie kinda, Sheen still, is yeah. he? Yeah. What about Bill Clinton? Would that be a great way for oh, Bill Clinton to reclaim the? He would. Not, he would not. I mean, <laughs> God, I wish he would do it. But he's a man in what his sixties now. Right, like yeah. it would take a while. I, I, like that's an I, undertaking. I, well, that's your um, that's your season closer. Right, you sign him. Well, up that's a story arc. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna happen. Will it happen? I don't know. Tune in. <laughs> Two part season finale. <laughs> I'm almost there. Almost there. Bill Clinton. That's it. The great thing is, it doesn't even cost us anything. We just offer him unlimited interns until he's done. Yeah. And Mr. President, we filmed that. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> fine by me. <laughs> Send me an email, bill at billclinton.com. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm watching MasterChef Junior, which is, it's it's an insane show. I bet you could get like a John Mayer or someone like that to do it. Oh, actually, you know what? John Mayer, maybe. Yeah. Just stand up for a bit. You could, like, if you could persuade him, like, it's a, it's a gag. It's a joke. We're just doing it as a joke. 
Yeah. He's pretty famous. Yeah. Who's done the... Yeah, who's willing to drop their pants or do something like really embarrassing on TV? Who's the go-to person for that in that situation? Will Ferrell? Would we... Will, no, he wouldn't do it. Nice. Oh, God, I wish he would. <laughs> God, I wish he would. <laughs> but if Will Ferrell did it, everyone would do it. Oh, then, right? yeah. People would be like, you have to get on. Is that your semen? Right. <laughs> yeah. You have to. It's the hard ticket. What about like James Franco? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great yes. call. That's a right? great call. Of course. Yeah. James Franco and Seth Rogen would do it together. Yeah. And they'd be getting high at <laughs> yeah. home watching the ordinary version, like daytime, the two of them hanging out. Daytime, watching the daytime version. They do it as like a funny or die sketch. Right. Yeah. Yes. That would somehow become the real show. Yeah. Right. It's like Obama going on between two ferns. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it's... <laughs> Man, what if Obama would do it? That'd be great. <laughs> or, or like you know, a few weeks out from the next election, Mitt Romney's just that little d- bit desperate. Yeah, like Hillary's just a few too many points up, uh, and they're like, you're just not cutting through with the kids. They think you're too Mormon. And is there anything that you can do? Yes, well, Mitt Romney <laughs> and Mitt Romney and the Romneys. Right, that's a family affair. <laughs> I think it's that one. <laughs> Oh, like a family edition, like Family Feud? Yeah. yeah. So you get your family on and they have to identify which ones you... Because... Seaman be- Says? Because, th- that's what we call the show, by the way, Seaman Says. The show, the show is called Seaman Says. Because that's the, like, the hook all the time. That's like every time it's like, Seaman Says? Yes. Yes or no? <laughs> Let's see what Seaman Says. Ah, uh, yeah. That's not the game you play like at kids' parties where you're doing like, Seaman says, touch your knees. <laughs> Seaman didn't say that. <laughs> Shouldn't have touched your knees. So uh, we do do a family edition because the great twist of that, why it's such a great story and it's not gross is that, of course, everyone on that stage, apart from the wife, once was that Seaman. Like, wow. So you're actually asking people to identify. Wow. Like an early photo of you. Like, yeah. yeah. Kind of. The kids could get like, emotional over it. I mean, you should be able to recognize yeah. them. Yeah. You were once them. Yeah. Those are I mean? potential brothers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, isn't it? That's a human drama yeah. now, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we've got a journey. That's what I'm saying. You no, know, we have I've a watched reality shows, like so it, yeah. you need a journey. It has yeah. heart. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get in touch with Mark Burnett. I mean, this is ready to go, I think. Um, so it's kids cooking uh, and Gordon Ramsay, not really yelling at them, but it's a very high pressure situation. So essentially what you have and what I watched alone on my couch last night is children on television crying, like being scared of what they're doing yeah. and falling apart and crying and being filmed. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's... Does he swear at them or is there no swearing in the kids' nah, version? He's, they're all actually kind of like, oh, you see, they're fun side. But he tells them when they've done wrong things. Right. Like last night, one of the, like, the chicken wasn't cooked through and they gave him a bit of like, you yeah, know, we can't eat that. And like the girl went back and cried. And I was oh like, God. oh, Gordon Ramsay just made a girl cry <laughs> on television. Uh, I have to start watching this. Right. So firstly that, like we're so, it's like, so it's like they're trying to sneak in the back door of the Hunger Games. Right. Like that's what it feels like. It's so close to it. Like, you know, they're just like, you could sneak it through as a children's cooking show, the Hunger Games. You could call it the Hunger Games. And it's like children. And it's like, I must be like junior master chef. Right. (laughs) But secondly, last night they did this thing. Now, look. People listening to this podcast know that I am a, uh, a vegetarian. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't eat meat. You, you're also... I eat well, fish not, You eat fish, right? Yeah, I cheat. And you eat everything? I don't eat meat. No, I'm a vegetarian. 
All right, here we go. Here we well, go. there are three of us. Yeah. We'll probably understand this. I am not preaching to people. Take what you need from the world and take no more. I, um, which I guess is kind of preaching to people. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. I'm not preaching to people, but live morally always. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I am preaching to people, but I think my way is the right way. Oh, I'm like all of them. <laughs> Buy a sticker. I, uh, semen says, um, so <laughs> up, not the semen. Last By the night. way, I know your fan base. I give it minutes after the show is uploaded before that's already pictures being tweeted at us. Oh, oh my God. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, last time when we did, uh, when we talked about Gordon Ramsay's, that my, that's my semen. Yeah. The disturbing images. <laughs> yeah. There was, <laughs> there there was, was definitely some crazy <laughs> shit. There's definitely some crazy shit happening on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, all right, so last night they did this thing that just fucking disturbed me. Like, I was sitting there just going, I just don't know how I feel about what did I'm Did they say, like, you must cook the thing you love the most? Look, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> My not... My doll? Honestly. Yes, yes, sweetie, your doll. Now, some of these kids are eight, and some of them are brilliant chefs. Like, one of the ones who, like, nearly won it last night was, like, eight. And made this fucking amazing meal. Like, just shit where you're like... Yeah. like well, it looked amazing. You don't know whether it, t- it could have tasted like shit. They could have been faking it. <laughs> that would be great. I, I did a show. At, it, we were doing some show, some a gig in Dubai, Dubai, and we did this morning TV show. Uh-huh. And, like, it was like a proper morning TV show, and they had a cooking... They had, like, the cooking experts oh. and the cooking segment. Right. And he cooked this thing, and, like, he was, like, this fish dish, and, like, it, we all ate it, and I thought, I thought it was all right. And then, like, it was fine. And then the second the camera stopped rolling, is like, fucking overcooked it under seasons. Bullshit. Just chucked it in the bin. <laughs> like it's just, oh, my God. But all the way through the thing, we're like, hmm, uh, that's some excellent cooking that you should try at home. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit drunk on uh, Chicago Morning TV a week and a half uh-huh. ago. I was doing like, you know, the local press when I was doing my gigs in Chicago. And... Um, there was these two women who used to do radio together and apparently this really popular, like, you know, Chicago morning show now. Yeah. And so they're like, they finish at nine. And before I was on was this guy doing like, you know, cooking and wine pairing. And they're like, all like, you know, chugging on the wine and stuff. And I thought, ah, oh, it must be like fake. Cause they were really like going for it. And yeah. I'm like, we're on TV. And I'm like, this is America. I was like, is this, this is this great. This is great juice and apple juice yeah, that we're right? in a wine glass. And, yeah. they, and then they're like in the break, they're like, Will, do you want a glass? And I said, oh yeah, I have a glass of red, right? Right, and so they bring over this glass of red, like it's a massive glass of red, and it oh no, it's wine, and like we're drinking it. And during the segment, I'm like, it's quarter nine in the morning, and I'm drunk. They've come back from the break. They're like, hi, uh, you're watching whatever, and, like, and we're drunk. Like, that's what they said. <laughs> I was like, is this happening? Am I actually on TV? I love Chicago. But wouldn't you? I mean, if there should be more, like if there was like a local news at 10 p.m. that was like drunk news. I mean, I would be. I would. I would watch that. Another one of those fuckers has gone and done a robbery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're gonna close with a touching story about I think some ducks. Let's go that footage. (laughs) (laughs) Al with the weather. He's like, ah, boy, I'm not feeling so hot. Well, surely it now that there's so many states that have legalized, uh, yeah, because in these recent elections in America, the more states marijuana, have legalized yeah, marijuana. Yeah, a, couple, a couple more. So there's four, I think, now. Yep. Like, surely in one of those states, they should start some like stoner Stone. news. I would be willing to bet any amount of money if you Google stoner news, there is already a thing. There's got to be something. Yeah. Right. But you got to put that on like the property. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would pretty much tune into 
every show more. Oh, yeah. If I knew that they were getting stoned. Like if they were doing, oh, we're getting stoned tonight. Yeah, you know when they do like, oh, we're doing a live ER. Who well, fucking cares? Yeah. And if I wanted like, to see a player go out of my house. Local news the, has not, no following anymore. Right. So you want to bring the heartbeat back. There was a sh- some friends of mine. Drugs, did a, alcohol. Some friends go. of mine right. did a show in Montana at this festival about three weeks ago. And the deal is you go up, you do like a five, ten minute set. And then on stage, after your set, you down five shots. Oh, wow. And then you go back to the audience. And then later on in the same show, you get brought back on again to do another set. Wow. But noticeably drunk. And, and that's the show. I call that uh, the difference between my first show and my <laughs> yeah. second show most Saturday nights <laughs> on the road. And anyone who's seen me on the road can probably oh, yeah. testify. <laughs> I feel the same way, for sure. I have, way- <laughs> I have waylaid you three times for finishing this story. So what, is, what was the disturbing thing they it's made okay, the girls do? We're not in a rush. Yeah. I'm just having a chat. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they, uh, so the girl who won the first challenge, the mystery box challenge... Uh, the mystery box challenge. Yeah, okay. the girl, the girl who won the mystery box challenge. She, sure. she, um, she got the advantage of uh, not being up for elimination, mm-hmm. uh, but she also got the extra advantage of you get to choose the key ingredient, the key protein that the other kids will have to cook with in the elimination uh, challenge. So she's right? in the power position. She's in the power now, position. Now, was she choosing from a short list, or could she just pick anything? No. Each week they give you three things, and okay. it's always like a, a theme. So if it was going to be like, uh, like. Uh, pasta it would be you know lasagna and like spaghetti and like blah 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 or whatever. Right. like you know three variations on some sort of thing right yeah. uh so this is their first thing they're children between eight and twelve i need to point this out right <laughs> so they're like well here are you like what you're choosing between and like the first guy the fucking grumpy italian with the fucking who wears sneakers and then the suit and thinks he's cool and he's not and i he's one of the hosts right to, yeah i refuse okay. to learn his name okay. but apparently i'm he's glad a, he's not a kid because for a second no. i was like you really oh <laughs> uh, no he's a popular chef <laughs> yeah yeah and i refuse to learn what his name is yeah good. because i just do not enjoy him yeah but you know he's fine for the show and whatever yeah but yeah anyway whatever so him he uh, comes out and he's got like a chicken a live chicken right and then uh, the the middle guy who I like, whose name I also don't really know, but he used to be fat and now he's really thin, but he's a chef. Um, so he comes out with a duck. And then fucking Gordon, Again, a live duck? A live duck. And then Gordon Ramsay comes out with a fucking live turkey. And then like they're holding these live animals, right? Like holding these live animals. And they go, so choose which of these fucking adorable <laughs> creatures... Like that we've just carried out adorably. Who do you guys want to kill? Let's bottom line it. Who's going? Like we are... MasterChef Junior Sophie's Choice Edition. We are fucking (laughs) so close to the Hunger Games. Like so fucking close. Yeah. Right. But there's Two may live, one must die. (laughs) Mate... This is episode one, by the way. Like, yeah, this is the shit they're fucking like easing us in with. This is yeah. this is essentially the courtesy finger fucking episode yeah, yeah. of like this series. Now, did, did they, they have what they go doing fucking sweeps week? Oh, did they have to kill yeah. the animal themselves? No. Or? Okay. Now that- and smear the blood on their foreheads. Yeah. yeah. Now drink the blood, guys. Drink that blood. Drink it while its heart is warm. Get your tears in there, guys. Get your tears all <laughs> over that blood, guys. Mix that up nice. There you go. Nice little sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this now is you have its salty. power. You, you cried too much. Yeah. Uh, okay, so your blood was too salty. <laughs> they um, 
she chooses. Now it doesn't get revealed to the other kids yet. So, um, yeah, she goes up to the balcony. That's where you get to watch, you know, because when you're safe. And then the other kids are going to have to cook. So, so yeah, Gordon says to them, go and find out where your key ingredients Okay, so she's right. not even cooking this meal. She gets to choose which yeah. which of the animals the other kids are going to have to right. cook. While so she's she could choose the hardest one if she wanted. Right. And, and often just... in the adult version, they'll choose the hardest one. I don't, I don't think Although she... if Although if they're free from elimination, it, I'm not sure it would even even matter would it I, I guess you choose the one that you think your nearest rival is going to have the most trouble with right yeah if that's the thing. or if you're eight years old you're like the cute one and yeah. you're like you don't understand go to the balcony <laughs> watch your friend get cooked if uh, and i know that comedy will work out for you matt but if it ever doesn't work out for you you should be like one of those people who, because you did Last Comic Standing, I did. right? Um, often on The Amazing Race and Survivor, which are two shows that I watch, they will have couples who have been on the other show. That's the hook, you know. Two of the people on The Amazing Race were a couple who met on Survivor or whatever. Okay, and so people can come become like you can go almost on the reality show circuit. Yeah, well, you as get being recycled. A former reality show winner. I believe Ed Byrne used to have a joke about that. They're just going like a. Uh where people who are cele- on the celebrity version of reality show because they became a celebrity on a reality show. <laughs> it's just like, all I'm saying is when they did that with uh, meat, that's where mad cow disease came from. Right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's an opportunity that you have. Yeah, I could become that guy. Yeah. You, I mean, it's just in your pocket. Do you know what I mean? Like, you always know that yeah. if, like, in case of emergency. Remember him? Season five? <laughs> Remember? Well, no? he's in Rome right now trying to get a taxi. <laughs> his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the guy who is pretending to be his best friend who was on season four remember season four remember anyway they're in Rome trying to get a cab tune in <laughs> do you care about these people we really need you to care about these people okay so the uh, children uh, Gordon says to the children go and find out what your, your key ingredient is going to be and the kids run into the uh, kitchen and the kitchen is filled, like the pantry where all the food is, it is filled with live chickens. Oh, my like, God. There are like probably 60, 80, or maybe even 100. I don't know how many, but like there's 16 kids and there's certainly more than like two chickens per kid, like a lot more. Did they also make them run up and down the steps of Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then they went into this hall of meat. <laughs> yeah, they're punching chicken breasts. <laughs> Put your gloves on, guys. You're going to get sick. <laughs> uh, so um, the, uh, the little kids um, run into there. There's chickens everywhere. Uh-huh. They start- <laughs> chickens everywhere. All right, kids. Welcome to the hall of murder. <laughs> All right, we're going to cook these things. I know you're seven, Billy. Shut up. Do what I tell you. we got to move. We're behind schedule. Is this, is this episode just called Fuck You, Humane Society? <laughs> <laughs> A representative of the Humane Society supervised this taping and openly wept. Oh, you thought this was MasterChef Junior. No, this is turning children into monsters. It's a new show we're working on. Yeah, there's not even cooking. We're just going to throw those chickens into a... A tenderizer, and that'll be that. <laughs> Next, we're going to make half of them run a prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so the children come in where all these chickens have been released. Perfect. <laughs> We're all fine. And then they're, they're all running around, these children, 8 to 12 again. Again, like these children are some of the most talented children I've ever seen were, in my entire life. Were. <laughs> now they're monsters <laughs> who will be in jails <laughs> and rehabilitation facilities after chicken slaughter 14. <laughs> So they're now all running around trying to pick up the chickens, which uh, the chickens are not into. Yeah. And the kids are not good at. So essentially they're now just, now I'm watching watching children torture animals live on television. By the way, how they turn out is going to depend on whether the chicken incident happened before or afterwards they saw their parents be murdered. Yeah. I, I imagine all their parents have been murdered because I can't imagine that any actual parent would give their uh, child consent you, to go on something as fucking damaging oh, as this show. Don't you worry is. about that. We've got parents that'll do that here. <laughs> don't you worry. We have all the irresponsible parents you need. I mean, I'm and more. You know what? I'm glad that your kid loves cooking. And the kid who won it last year, he seems like an excellent cook. Yeah. Like he last night made 13 different meals out of because he's 13. He made 13 different meals out of the ingredients in the mystery box to demonstrate he's like he is amazing obviously but still he's 13 yeah you know don't put you're a terrible just make him cook good things for you the world doesn't need to see it yet <laughs> just make him an this is your servant. time <laughs> <laughs> just turn him into your robot slave you're a parent that's in the guidelines yeah that's in the At 13 why don't you make mama some more low main he's like mom my homework make mama low main <laughs> mama wants low main randy Okay. Thirteen different kinds. <laughs> yeah, mom mom was hearing a lot of things about you. <laughs> you. <laughs> all right, so uh all these children having to pick up these live animals and torture them on television. Mm-hmm. They've clearly had no like sort of, you know, like briefing beforehand, hey, you're gonna have to pick up chickens, here's how you pick up chickens, or like I, or any briefing of when you pick up the chickens, then here's what you have to do. Because none of them <laughs> throw know. them in the hot water and watch them scream. <laughs> well, then basically they get them to put them all in this pen, uh. as Gordon Ramsay explains to them that tonight their key ingredient is gonna be cooking chicken. So now I'm watching children, like close-ups of their faces, like saying to each other, are we going to have to kill these chickens? Like they have made eight-year-old yeah, children. Yeah, they don't know what's going on. And then it's like, all right, guys, good job, good haul. They're like, what right. do you mean good haul? Right. <laughs> you know, for the killing. Yeah, and they're like, well, you got to cook with chicken. That's your key ingredient. And they're like, are we going to have to kill these chicken? And then they're like, and like then no, you just have to watch us do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you can kill them if you want. If you guys want to kill them, that's yeah. fine. We're, like we'll do these ones, but we've got some others out back right. that you can just kill to your heart's content. We overbought, so let's just stab them. Let's just go to the alley and just have a chicken stab. <laughs> let's try different ways of killing them to see which one's quickest. Let's throw two chickens at each other and see if they die. Come on, guys! Like they're soccer balls, and you're throwing them in. <laughs> All right, I got it. We put them in a ring. We dip their hands, their little chicken claws, in glue and then bits of glass. And the last one alive doesn't get eaten. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I like that. Let's have the chickens cook the kids for fun. (laughs) Just change it up. Keep it fresh. Let's get the UFC involved with the KFC. We'll get that shit going. UFKFC. (laughs) UFKFC. 
The only place to beat the fuck out of your chicken and eat it. What's going on? What is this commercial for? <laughs> uh, okay, so um, the children now have put all the animals in the pen. Uh, they think they're going to now have to kill the animals. So the big reveal, you know, when these people think they're now, like they've clearly not thought through any of what's just happened because this is terribly traumatic. Yeah, and for sure. Like, I love this franchise, but even I am like, <laughs> you know. Let's tap the brakes a little. Come on, on guys. Yeah. I feel like we're really fucking like, yeah. it just feels like the television version of the guy who thinks he can sneak his way into anal. <laughs> Do you remember? Like, but I thought you were asleep, viewership. Right. If you want to, like, if you want to do it, discuss it with the other person, and maybe they'd be cool with it. But like, it's it's not a just easy way into it situation. Master, I, Master Chef Juniors, it's just a finger. Right. Yeah. I slipped. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like it's during dinner, being like, so anal right now, cool. Just right. jamming in. That fine. That's what it is. It's yeah. jamming it Honey, in. Honey, I cooked for you. What did you think this was? I'm not just making cacciatore. <laughs> Pull your pants down. <laughs> it's by the way, side note, while we're on this, the, the number of people, like comedians or articles or whatever, who are just like, well, now she owes me anal. It's just a, like the, I, I've never really got into the idea of, like, it's fun if it's something they like. But yeah. the idea that it's like a, a birthday treat or something they need to be tricked into. It's like, <laughs> it's, just... it's like, it's like getting offered less money and being excited about it to me. I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> well, I'm good with the other one. And people are like, yeah, but the, uh, she won't give me the anal. You're like, well, I feel like you should be fine because there's <laughs> one that's totally available and great. And the other one's a little stranger. But... Like, if they're into it, The other it, one's great. certainly more of a mystery. <laughs> you did. Yeah, it is the Pandora's. It's a, a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> but you like to read both versions right. at the end of the book anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always used to start with a conclusion and work back. <laughs> Which is how I do sex. <laughs> <laughs> Anal, then kissing? <laughs> that order. <laughs> I'm from Australia. We do it. That's the why. It's like the it's like the toilets. <laughs> Amazing to know. See, uh, I made that mistake as well. But it turns out if you do like if you do that backwards, in a, they're still not happy. Yeah, like, like you still got to face the normal way. Yeah. <laughs> like you shit on the floor of the system, and no one's into it. Yeah. No matter how many. Geographical citations you get. Oh, it's upside down. Yeah. Did you say <laughs> you should on the floor or the cistern? Neither's right. Yeah, or the cistern. Cistern. The bathroom. The the. Isn't the cistern the thing that's at the back of the toilet? Yeah. The water. Okay, in? that's what I thought you said. Okay, cool. But no, but I, what I heard originally, I, that's that's what you said is perfectly reasonable and right. But I, I mean, thought it isn't. You, but it's. I thought you. T- I <laughs> now, thought, here's the non-right version. Yeah, I thought you turned into fucking like Henry Rollins or fucking Malcolm X or something for a sister. Because <laughs> oh, I thought you said. I thought uh, you said, uh, you, man, you shit on the floor, you shit on the system. I'm like, this is Marin now. <laughs> we did Marin. not shit on the system. The system shit on us. <laughs> uh, oh, this is where the man wants you to shit. <laughs> man keeps saying, take a shit. <laughs> the man. 
Well, I got a shift for you, the man. <laughs> so you cannot play on the game. Matt in Kershaw the- arrested today for inflammatory statements at the state capitol. <laughs> How could I shit in the toilet? You know what the toilet has on the front door? A picture of the man. <laughs> no, it's a man. It's a man. That's it's the, the man. That's the man. That's actually the man. That's the guy we've been talking about. Actually, there was a. And you've got up. this picture of him, and you like you know what he looks like. He's got a top hat on. Like, how hard can he be to find in this modern age? It's He-Man. <laughs> there was a mix-up. We are not trying to shit on He-Man, ladies and gentlemen. We never. We're by the power of Grayskull. We are fine with He-Man. Specifically, the '80s film adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other one, in my opinion. Uh, well, yes. That's the definitive He-Man. The jury's yeah. still out on Shira, the Princess is. of Power. Uh, okay, so <laughs> they put these children into this room. Uh, with these chickens. They all put the chickens in the uh, pen. They, then they reveal to them, th- these these people who think they're now, this is their big, like, you know, we're humanitarian reveal. They say, but you're not going to have to kill these chickens. Oh, goodness. They're like, we've got these chickens <laughs> that are, are dead. You know, like, but you're like, yeah, but like, there's not Schindler's List. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, kids of that age can do math. <laughs> do that math. You're like, so a bunch were killed. That's right. And these ones will also be killed, but not in front of you. <laughs> Glad you're getting $100 a day. <laughs> but these ones were these. <laughs> yeah. But we made these ones watch their friends get killed. All right, guys. We're going to tape it a second. <laughs> this is happening because your parents didn't love you enough to cook. All right, guys. There's melon over there on that table. Help yourselves. <laughs> melon for your melancholy. That's melon, our there you go. It won't be melancholy anymore, guys. There's melon. <laughs> Turn those frowns upside down. We got a show to shoot. <laughs> so they bring out the chicken. They all cook their chicken dishes. Okay. One of them doesn't cook it all the way through. And Gordon Ramsay, you know, says she's trying to poison them. You stupid she, child. She cries. Uh, You're trying to make us as dead as those chickens. <laughs> That's your semen. I can't produce that yet. He'd be a great guest for semen says. That could be our crossover. Oh, I love like, it. The guy who's so good at identifying. Well, he could be our first guest, our celebrity guest to try to identify other people's semen because he's got so much experience. That, he is the yeah. gateway guest, yeah. yeah. He right. has a refined palate. That's yeah. our crossover episode. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we get the producers of like MasterChef and whatever and Hell's Kitchen and, uh, and all those shows to be the producers of this show and we then could, we get him as like a drop-in sort of... Masturbate Chef. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> so, he, uh, the children all cook their chicken dishes... They choose the best ones. An eight-year-old girl is one of the best ones. She does a fantastic job. Um, well, you know, I mean, Matt was a bit sceptical. Matt went a bit fucking snopes on that and was like, well, maybe it just looked good. Well, I was actually it looks just, pretty fucking good. I was actually just clearing my eye. I had a little sinus thing there. No, that I was, met before. Like last oh. time, you were not just your reaction then, which I was mean, also... It looked dismiss- also suspected Will I, Will's eyes. It looked dismissive. It was actually just a poorly timed half sneeze. <laughs> The Matt Kershaw story. <laughs> a cliffhanger. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, um, no, but uh, last time you said maybe it just looked good and, and maybe it didn't taste good, you know, and then you brought up your anecdote about the time. That oh, you, so, yeah, yeah, So, you, you, but it looked I'll, like. I it, will, I will defer to that, yeah. I'll. It looked like it tasted pretty good. Okay. For an eight-year-old to cook anyway, it looked right. pretty, pretty good. I would have eaten it, uh, except for the chicken because I don't eat chicken. But anyway, so, uh, <clears throat> they get to the end of the show. And uh, and then they just kick a child out on Jeez. national television. 
like shatter their dreams. Do they send them to the chicken pen? Yeah, you've got <laughs> work like, to do. <laughs> just locks them in the pen. With a Loser <laughs> cuts necks. You didn't read the fine print, did you? <laughs> they just push them in a room where all the chickens are, then turn the lights off and close the door behind them. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> That's oh, not a chicken noise at all. <laughs> we'll take it. So, it's time for you to cluck off. Why, why do you say that? Why do you say cluck off? That seems like a weird thing for him to say at the end of the... <laughs> When can we pick up our daughter? Oh, your daughter lives in a chicken pen now. Yeah. You signed page five, right? Yeah, you guys signed all that stuff. We have your passport pictures. Yeah. So, yeah. No, um, basically, they have this kid at the end, just like this poor fucking child, who's just like, well, you know, I got down to the 16 best like amateur kids in America, and I, you know, every time I cook in the future, I'll cook in my Master Chef Junior apron. And I'm like fucking, I'm bawling. I'm bawling at this fucking shit. Yeah. Like, it's... Well, if you think about it, like when you're a kid, like you all, you always have moments like that. Like I remember when I lost like the Pinewood, I not only lost at the Pinewood Derby, which is, you know, where you race the little cars on uh, when you're a kid here. I don't know if you guys I don't do. know what that is. Okay. Well, the Pinewood Derby is where you like make a car and you race a car with other Cub Scouts. And when I raced the car, it totally lost. And I was so traumatized by it. I was like crying like a baby. But the idea that you would have to experience that where there's videotape footage and other people see it and yeah. people you go to school <laughs> with know it and can replay it, that is, uh, you know, that's so much tougher. One of the most horrible uh, moments of, that I have of my memory, you know, when you just have like these, like I've, I've forgotten most of my life, yeah. but like there are things that, <laughs> the Will Anderson story. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm about to get memento tattoos. Like, yeah. It's time. I'm beginning to like... I think this is that's the main reason you do this podcast. It is the main reason. <laughs> it's just a journal. <laughs> At some point in years to come, you can just kind of go, "Why was I? Why was I in Cincinnati?" And someone just goes, uh, "You want to listen to episode one three zero? Yeah, and you will explain to yourself why you did that." <laughs> I, I know that you are joking about that, but I think that is actually mostly the reason that I do it. <laughs> That makes sense. Right. I want to document the shit that went on. At yeah. least what I was thinking at the time. So. Um, I, uh, this memory that I keep coming back to is this one time when my friend, uh, Bede White, and I wanted to impress him. I knew he was like a guy I wanted to be friends with and I wanted to impress him. And, um, he was coming to watch me play basketball and I was quite a good basketball player. And we got to the basketball court and my mum had got the time wrong and we were like, it was nearly the end of the game. Oh man. And I remember crying and yelling at my mum and I like I, I still come back to it and just think, what a little fucking shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Mom! You're like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> You've basically ruined every aspect of my life. Right. But that's what I thought at you the just time. Don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do our parents put up with that shit? I don't like, know. Like, I don't understand how like parents are amazing because they're adults. And they know that the kid oh, yeah. is fucking full of shit and it means nothing. It's like you can't tell the kid. Like my mum would have been fully justified to sit me down and go, look, in the grand scheme of your life, this means fucking yeah. nothing. <laughs> I mean, maybe you'll remember it forever because of this incident. Yeah. <laughs> it only because we're talking about it now. <laughs> Thinking back to so many times, I was such a dick to my parents. Oh, yeah. Is there anything that comes to mind that you like really fucking regret? Like the one, like, and the more, thinking about it now, I actually need to just call my dad and apologize about this one because this happened quite late on in my on life. This, 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 yeah. is the, <laughs> this is what the podcast does now. <laughs> do it right now, like 11. We should do a conference call, maybe. We yeah. Just do a dialogue. 11.30 at night as well. This is, <laughs> this is like Landmark now. <laughs> but, ever, do you know Landmark? Do, you ever, um, do they have that in yeah, the UK? A friend, um, like a 
Yeah, someone I know got sort of. St- it's sort of quite culty, isn't it? Right. It's like a. It's a self-help. It's a bit thing, like Scientology. It's got elements it's, of Scientology yeah. about it. And there's some element of it where you have to ring people and like confront them about your yeah uh, like you know th- issues or whatever. That's also one of the twelve steps as well. Like one of the later steps for yeah. That remember is for sure. Yeah, it'd be, I great, that it'd be great if I added that element to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, wait, what do I have to do? Like, Call and apologize. I've been <laughs> looking at how to make podcasts popular. And I'm, I'm using the Scientology model <laughs> as. <laughs> bringing out semen cups what is this <laughs> what the hell's going on semen says <laughs> all right everyone okay now release the chickens the door's <laughs> locked all right okay that's actually a great like thing for a church would be semen says because like it's the seed of life it's where life starts yeah and you know you could have your ten commandments but they could all be like semen says or, like semen doesn't say yeah. like, you know, like, <laughs> nice compromise <laughs> my religion has combined two of my favorite things <laughs> the bible and jizz <laughs> <laughs> if anyone doesn't believe me I would urge you to check my copy of the bible guys quit trying to open those doors they are locked <laughs> sit down okay this is happening <laughs> these guns are loaded <laughs> uh, when when Brendan Burns was 12 stepping and oh, he yeah. was going through his apology <laughs> stage and he was like hey mate, is there anything I need to apologize to you about uh, and I was like well there was the time you punched me in the nuts oh. uh, that that might be a thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, what, 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 was there some? I was about to say, and I was about to go into classic victim blaming there. Yeah. I was like, was there some? Well, reason? here is what I did. Yeah. What were you wearing? What would you do? What here were you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were asking for it. Here is the mistake I made, and that was at the time his justification pretty much was I left myself open. Oh, well, uh, you yeah. can't, you can't well, be taking your hands off of your genitals. <laughs> you made the mistake of... Come on, Matt. I made the mistake of closing my eyes in my like, own house, surrounded by friends. Yeah, you thought you were safe there? The but game's you, on. You are one of the few men that has experienced what it's like to be a woman all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like essentially, that like that feeling of, like, whenever I'm around Brendan, I have to cover my genitals, yeah. is a feeling that I don't mean about Brendan specifically. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> That most women have to have when they walk to their car by themselves, yep. you know. Uh, oh, well, there we go. Yeah, we'll left yourself open. That well, well, no. the, put that in the open. soft pile. Here's, <laughs> so here, here's what I, I did to my parents. Uh, there was a time when I was a student, I failed the second year of university. I ended up managing to bullshit my way back in again. They should have kicked me out. Uh-huh. But on results day, I, after coming to terms, with, like I collected my results and I, uh, I was like, I wasn't on the list. Like you sort of go down like for the second year results, it's like here's the people who got a first and the two ones and the two twos and the thirds and the passes. And I was like, I'm not on the list anywhere. So I had to phone like the office and they're like, yeah, you failed. Oh shit. Uh, so I spent a few, like a few hours coming to terms with them talking over with my friends. And then I was like, I need to call my parents. And I was like, I, I phoned up. Oh. I phoned up my dad because my dad. I thought my dad would take it easier than my mum. Oh. So I had to phone. I phoned Did up. Did they have any inkling that that might be happening? No. <laughs> Because the previous year I'd got a, I'd got like a I decent grade. You all, yeah. I imagine you always would have done okay, right? You would have been reasonably... I always did. Well, I did okay, but I missed the mark a couple of times and it was through laziness and not committing. But this yeah. was like the first like crash out. Um, and it's because I basically hadn't worked for a year and I was writing stuff and yeah, doing stuff that I wasn't actually doing any of the work. So I had to phone... So I found my dad and my dad picks up, picks up the phone and this was would have been around 8.30 in the evening by this point. And I was like... Hey, Dad. And he's like, oh, hey, Matthew. And I was like, uh, so I failed my exams and I think I might be getting kicked out of university and I don't really know what to do about it. And so that's why I was calling you. And he went, oh, okay. I thought you might be calling to wish me happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> 
we're all out of dinner right now. <laughs> Celebrating well, my birthday right. also. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I got you bad news. <laughs> right. So I guess you're not the only member of the family who tells that story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing a few other of them might might tell it a different way. They might start it with, remember when Matt ruined Dad's birthday? <laughs> That's how they all know that story. Yeah. You, you know you know the same story, but just like <laughs> the other side. <laughs> the origin tale. <laughs> wow that's amazing so that's that's definitely one on the apology list yeah <laughs> gareth is there what what about you is there anything that you like uh many times by? uh one i one time i was they were doing like a toys for tots drive you know where people bring like food and mm-hmm. you know uh, children will get toys and i was again the cub scouts I, not for a long time but just two cub scouts stories right, back it does back. feel like there's a lot of cub Listen, propaganda. That was a tumultuous two years not right. gonna lie but i was probably like <laughs> i was probably like uh seven and we were just at a local news a lot of thing. games of semen says yeah 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 we were at a local we were at a drunk news station <laughs> the best news in milwaukee uh but we were like on like the news deck where the guy would do weather and we were there for a few hours, and I just kept being like, "Put me on the, uh, put me on the news, put me on the news." And eventually, the lady was like, "Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna put you on the news." Uh-huh. And so she was like, "And this guy, how old are you?" I was like seven. Okay. And uh, this lady was just like, uh, "And what did you want to say?" And I just <laughs> took the mic and I just go, "Dad, if you're not recording this, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> and she like took it back. And then when my dad picked me up, it was so awkward because he saw it. And he just and goes... Was, was he recording it? No, he didn't. No, oh, of course not. So, so he's so dead. Was, it was awkward. It was it awkward because he thought you were now... <laughs> it, was, it was awkward because I was trying to stab him at the time. Um, we know Gareth never breaks a promise. Yeah, I know. I looked at That's the, how we raised him. The camera we raised guy. him to never break a promise, hey, particularly one on national television. Th- that's on them. <laughs> Okay, the camera guy knew to just zoom in on my eyes right when I said it for some reason. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. And I got in the car and my. And, and at the time, because it was an old studio, there was just like an echo. Yeah, yeah. Like it just blew out. So it was just like, kill you, kill, kill you, you, kill you, kill you. Kill and then they did the effect where there were like rainbow me's in the back for a second. <laughs> kill you, kill you, kill and then you. There was just like a weird power surge. So it just went static and then to black. <laughs> and then the devil's head and then to black. <laughs> <laughs> Which was actually the motto of the local sporting team. Yeah. Like, so it was just a weird coincidence. And he didn't tape this shit. Because the Devils were actually having a great season. That <laughs> was the really thing. Were, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I just got, I got in his car and he just was like, he didn't move the car. He was just like, that really hurt my feelings, what you said on the news before. And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, shit. I was like, you know, I'm seven, right? I would think I would have been so proud of. I'd be so proud of my kid. I wonder what sort of kid I would raise because I would be perhaps so- me. You might perhaps have a kid who take the news the news by storm with a devil. Head. No, because your dad was not into it. Like, and that no, kind yeah. of, and that created you. Yeah, Whereas, fair, like, fair. you know, my, yeah. my dad's nothing like me and created me. I yeah. don't know what I would be create because I would love nothing more than, like, me going to work and me coming home from work. Uh, and then, uh, you know, my wife, let's say I have a wife in this scenario. <laughs> like, you know, this helped me the raise surrogate. this, you know, this <laughs> fictional kid that I have. Yeah. And it's like the pod master. <laughs> and it's like, 
you know Janie. That's her name. I don't know oh, why. Oh, just was Janie. The uh, by the way, she's lovely. I met her the other week. She's mm-hmm. great. Uh, what a peach. Right. But, you know, they went to visit the local uh, news station and <laughs> yeah. uh, she uh, grabbed the microphone and said, if you're not taping this, uh, she's going to kill you. Yeah. And I would love that. Yeah. I would. I would like be like, I've raised a good kid, and then I would start <laughs> plotting against the child just in case. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just in case. <laughs> to teach them another valuable lesson that two can play at that game. They walk into a room of chickens. Hello, Janie. Uh, that would not. That, that's when I would just wink and go. I've been waiting for this day. Said, so, you know, no, the weird thing is I uh, talked about this on a podcast five years ago. And since that day, I've been every day just spending like five minutes. It's literally only been five minutes a day. Sometimes when I'm in the shower or whatever. Sharpening but sticks, imagine, loading guns. I am just imagine like how this would shoot would go down and what I would do in this situation. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to limb nice in this shit. With a lasso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, that was good. I enjoyed that. that Thank was, you. That was MasterChef. No, that's not the podcast, Dan. No, we don't. We're not no, done no, yet, I thought right. you were. Thank you. I thought you were complimenting me. I'm telling you my had, dad I was going to kill him. Yeah. You had happenings to discuss. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's what I was going to move on to if we can. I'm ready to uh, move on to happenings. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I was uh, in a car accident. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah. So I don't know how much of this I'll, I'll talk about as much as I can. I this may be a big enough thing that goes in my stand-up show for next year. So like, please don't complain if you like. This is right. When it, don't this be is, like. Ah. This is when it happened. Yeah. Later, I'll write jokes about it that yeah. are different to this. If but I, I kind of like sometimes if if there's like the early stages. I think real fans often like to see you do stand-up and like, oh, I heard the germ of that idea on right. on the podcast. Yeah. Like Bill Burr when he does his podcast is clearly often running in ideas that end up as stand-up bits and. You sort of hear the original, oh, that's the little formulation of that that then became this 10-minute bit. All right. Well, with that in mind. So, uh, so I, stop fucking worrying. I was driving to... <laughs> thank, thanks, Stop man. fussing. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> no worries. That was really nice. <laughs> Gareth, remain silent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no, no. Too late. Too late to come in now, I buddy. If I was defending it early. <laughs> I felt when I was grassroots, it was I was on board. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, yeah. So I was driving out to Hermosa a couple of nights ago uh, to do a gig at the Comedy and Magic Club. I'd done uh, a few gigs there that club. week. It's a great club, and I had been doing some midweek gigs, which means that it's a twenty-minute spot. You know, but be, be behind a headliner, it's a really nice yeah, yeah. opportunity to kind of like run a just a kind of decent spot. You have to work clean. So I like that sort of challenge of like putting together 20 to a crowd that's not there. So it's a great place to run in a TV set. Right. I think it's like the best place to kind of, if it works here, it'll work on NBC. Right. And that's kind of what I've been thinking about. Like he's he's trying, so that's, I was like, I'm going to go down and I'm going to, you know, work some stuff in front of the crowd. So I had this great gig with Ian Bagg the other night, who was just one of the fucking most talented improvisers and comedians going around. And, and then I was meant to be going down to do a support on Thursday night for Brad Garrett from uh, nice. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yep. Yep. Uh, who I don't know, but, uh, but you know, that would have been fun. So I'm driving down there and uh, I'm at a set of traffic lights on a quite a major intersection. And so this is a while after you've come off the freeway. This is already kind of near Hermosa kind of area? No, I'm uh, only about 15, 20 minutes from here. I'm on okay. Robertson. So like, anyway, whatever. I'm yep. like... Um, 
I've turned onto the freeway, but then I've kind of turned off the freeway. So like, you know, it's, it's about halfway there, I guess. Okay. And major intersection. Uh, I've been sitting at the traffic lights. I'm like first in line, you know, like at the lights waiting for the lights to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're the leader. I'm the leader. The lights change. Does it feel good to be kind of pioneer? Power position. You know what? I'm, I'm just in, I'm in a higher car. Okay. Right? I'm just in a hire car because I don't have a car here, and so like. So I, even though you're the leader at the traffic lights, you're still like an ordinary man of the people, right? I'm, and it's not like a flash hire car, right? Of it's, course not. No, you're one of them, right? I, I'm definitely one of them, <laughs> right? Um, not one of Hermosa, actually. All the cars are much more flashy. Than <laughs> yeah, Hermosa. they are. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I should actually get into another car, yeah. just like on the border of Hermosa, into a better car. Just put but, a surfboard on the yeah. rental. Trey didn't like when you go bowling and they swap your shoes around, right? <laughs> I, I think that what it would be like is, yeah, that's what they should do in Hermosa is they just have like a big car park around the border yeah. Yeah. and everybody has, oh, you have to get an all local car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here you are. Here's your ticket. Yep. Let yeah. us know when you're back. We're open until two. And or, here's or your they, new shirt. Or they just put like the like the facade, like it's like a plastic thing, like a, like a raincoat you'd wear to a sporting event or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Or like a poncho, but it just put goes it over, over your, top car. Of your car. There you it's go. Like, now, you drive, now you drive a Suburban. Yeah. That works, right? So, I mean, a compact, I think, uh, is what they call them. Right. And uh, Which is, uh, for your Australian and uh, British listeners, is about the biggest car on the road, from your perspective. Because that's what's happened to me whenever I've, whenever I've hired a car in America, it's always been bigger than any car I've ever owned in England. <laughs> I, like, I always pick the smallest one on the list and go like, oh, well, that's now the biggest it's car huge. I've driven. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably true. I think it would be the size of what you would like. Your, it's like a family you, car. Yeah, I think if you hire, it's a four door. I think if you hired yeah. a normal hire car in Australia or maybe in the UK, I haven't really hired one there, but in Australia, definitely, if you're not, if you, or like a, that's the size it would be. And yeah. I, it's a smaller one. You're right. It's like the food, food and cars. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, that, I think there might be a connection as right. to why I come back. <laughs> <laughs> There might be a correlation between those <laughs> two. A, wow, we stumbled on something there. Now, wait a second. <laughs> our meals are bigger and our cars are bigger. I don't get it. <laughs> can't fit in this shit. Get a large. I'm sure it's because we got the big cars yeah. and then we needed to fill them with food. Well, right? we That's felt it. guilty wasting all that room. <laughs> so we ate, our, we ate ourselves into a better position. <laughs> We need a bigger car. We're that generous. We're that sensitive. Yeah, we're not rich enough that we can waste those 10 inches of seat space. <laughs> Absolutely not. Speaking of which, we're going to recline and take a quick kip because we are bushed from talking for five minutes. We're having one of those crashes you've read about. Do you, do you reckon even if you're small, you just purposely buy a bigger car that you can grow into? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the carrot on the stick. It's like, man, I could be so much fatter. Or you've got some kid who's like in the second hand hand me down car and is like, uh, you know, I'm hoping that like one, it's just, yeah. it's too big for me right now, but yeah. my brother's like five years older than me. Yeah. You know? The dad's like, you know, I remember when I was too skinny for this car. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be a big fat piece of shit like me one day too, boy. Don't worry about that. <laughs> just follow my plan. Be me. So I'm in this uh, little car. Uh, I am driving out to Hermosa to do this gig. Yep. I'm at the traffic lights. The lights turn green and I take off. Now, I go over three lanes. So, like, it's not like the first lane or the second lane or the third lane. It's literally the fourth lane over. So, you're, you're a fair bit into the crossing the 
crossing the intersection process. Yeah. And I would say maybe I'm at like 15, 20 miles an hour at that stage. I don't really know. I don't have a sense of it, but I guess like maybe 30. I don't know. But like, yeah, I don't think you, I don't don't know how quick it's not like, it wasn't like a really powerful car. So I I can't imagine. Uh, And just out of nowhere, this guy just clearly like just ran the red light, like didn't see the red light came out of late nowhere. And you know what? I probably wasn't 100% concentrating on is there a car coming because yeah. it was like... Because your light went green. Because you but, have the green but light. But also it wasn't even like just after... If I'd been traveling along the road, like, you know, and the light turned to green and I was going at my same pace and you'd look at the first maybe one or two lanes to yeah. make... But like this was like way after. Yeah, right? well, if you've started from... If you've started from static, firstly, the light goes... The light goes... In America, there isn't that sort of... Um, in in Britain, when the lights go red on one side, there's a beat before they go green on the other direction. Yeah. Right. But in America, they swap instantly. You've got the yellow, which is the warning sign, and then when they swap, they swap instantly. But you've started from a, like, stopped. Right. So you've seen the light go green. You've had the reaction time to kind of go, okay, green now. And then the time it takes to accelerate from zero to whatever speed you've got. to. So that's... That that's a few seconds past the time that the light's gone red. Right. Yeah. It it was totally. And the other thing was he wasn't uh, braking. <clears throat> oh, good. Right. So Which he was going at speed. Well, no. That was the. This is the one. Like this is why I'm getting to tell this story. <laughs> this is why the last podcast that I did with Dave isn't the last story you ever heard me tell, yeah. or right. the two ones that I actually have recorded on my podcast that they're on my computer that I'm sure someone well, you don't will want to be getting like a new Will and dead. a new Charlie. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not going to (laughs) be. I don't even know why we're here anymore, but uh, here we go. I guess it's like law and order now, right? (laughs) I'm a black guy. What? (laughs) It's faux fop with two Fs. (laughs) (laughs) Faux fop. So, this car just comes through, like, no screech brake, no, like, just straight into me. Which is also why, I guess... And I don't really understand much of this. I'm I, like I've put a lot of this together in the last couple of days with no real evidence, like other than like what I'm trying to piece together. Mm-hmm. Some of the best crime shows have people like you. Right. Keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, so I um, he basically what happened was he came straight into me, and my car almost did a instead of being like spun around, yeah. which is what you'd expect would happen, right? It almost. Like it, it just hit in that kind of perfect sweet spot that it, like I guess, T-boned me or mm-hmm. like whatever. Where yeah, T-boned. Like, you. and so the entire passenger door and like you know back passenger door of the car was completely caved in. Like if there'd been, if Great. there'd been a passenger in the car, they would be dead. Like there's absolutely Jesus. no doubt in my mind that if there'd been a passenger in the car. But again, that means dead. that means he was coming from. He must have been coming from the side that meant you were already three quarters of the way across the road because he's was. coming. He, if, he's, if he's coming from your right as you're going across, that yeah. means he's coming from the side that is nearer the exit rather than the entrance of the junction to you. That's ab- that's absolutely right. Yeah. That's why it took so long. That, that's yeah. why it was so disproportionate. And that's why yeah. you're just like, I, there's no reason for me to be thinking something. Yeah, you do a quick you like, do a quick look left and right as you're yeah. first entering the junction, but you're already half you're already more than halfway through at that right. point that he that he hits you. Yeah, and you've got some other shit you've got to be concentrating on. Yeah. You know, like so yeah. That's exactly what happened. So it's kind of like comes straight into me. And, but this, so it's on this major intersection. It's happened. Like, 
it just fucking happened. Yeah. Like there was no, you know, like, I mean, the, the, uh, I've been trying to process this in the last couple of days, but the weirdest thing about it is I was just driving along, going to my gig. And then suddenly this ha- thing happened, like suddenly. And then, and then it like it just happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Know. Like there's no, no sort everything's of. Everything's different. Right. Yeah. Like there was no sort of like, oh, you know, this is going to be a bad day or I'm blah, blah, blah for this. Or, like I was just like, going I'm just going to my gig. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and at the time I was like, I don't feel like, I didn't really feel like I was hurt or anything. Like I, you know, like I was a bit shocked, but I didn't feel like I was hurt or anything. And, and I didn't even like process until today, I think, well, maybe yesterday, but like in the last couple of days, how close it was. Like I, I said, I, like on the night when I was emailing people, like, you know, to reassure them I was okay or whatever, I was like, oh man, if I'd had a passenger, they would have been fucked. And I was just saying that. And then like, I think sometime during yesterday, go, oh, I was if like, it had come from the other side of the road, that would have been my side. Oh yeah. Or just even the gravity of what I was saying kind of struck me where I was like, if I'd had a passenger, they would be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I often drive with a passenger. Yeah. Like, that could have been Amy. That's one like, of your things. Or <laughs> it's one of my things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, if I died, that would have been one of the things they mentioned. Yeah. yeah. The, like, the good news was that there wasn't a passenger because he's actually very well known. It's one of yeah. his things. It's one of his things. <laughs> <laughs> a passenger, <laughs> one of Will's things. Right. And everybody in the audience who's making a speech starts crossing shit off because they were also <laughs> going to talk about that. <laughs> 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 Oh, I was that was my whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> my speech is called Why Will Anderson Wasn't a Passenger in Life. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's in the title. Oh, he's carpooling in heaven now. Yeah. You said it was a favor for you to go first. You said you said I'll go first. I'll kick it off. Maybe they'll be cold. I didn't realize you were gonna fucking do all the passenger shit. <laughs> What am I meant to do? <laughs> he also had a podcast. You know oh, that, that, that is one of my things. Yeah. Right. Well, if David mentions hats, then I'm done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Um, That's crazy. Car- cars smashed into me. Yep. I don't have like a 100% like exact memory of what happened in the next five minutes. I have the, the gist of it. Well, you have that sort of days you, you're in. Right. You're I, in I, I remember like spike. maybe it yeah. taking a bit of time for me to get out of my car. And I'm not really sure why, maybe just because I was dazed or whatever. But I remember sitting there and being very aware that I was sitting there, but at the same time, like not really quite sure. Yeah. It was like my brain was like, okay. Uh, What's we have, the process? We have to have yeah. a meeting, guys. <laughs> like... Yeah. We know something's gone wrong. Here's what's happened. The lookout's done his job. The lookout has told us that there are people coming. But what the fuck do we do? Yeah. I'm not sure we can defend this car. Yeah. So there was a little bit of that. Then I've got out of my car and I'm thinking, oh, now I have to fucking talk to this guy. And now I've had enough time in the car to start going, did I do anything wrong? Like, you know, when you're like in your head going, I don't. I'm now, did, did any of the other drivers other than the two of you stop yes. to be a witness? So it was a very busy intersection. So there's a couple of things that will end up when I tell you this working in my favor, which is lots of people saw it. Yep. And a few people stopped. A few people kind of had to because of the angle of the cars. There was kind of people trapped actually kind right. of in. They couldn't get around until the cars were moved. So some people probably literally had no choice but to stay. But And you got their but details. Stayed. Well, the second 
thing that worked really well with the police because it was just such a busy intersection. The police were there. I didn't talk to the other guy. Well, I think I might have talked to him like once, uh-huh. like just for a bit before there was police there. Just right. nice to meet you, then the cops are there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I went with nice to meet you. Great yes. meeting you. William? No, the, yeah. <laughs> but the thing that I... The thing that I do remember is that he basically came up to me and was like, it was clear that he knew that it was his fault and was in that kind of shock of like, oh, the fuck, what what have I done? And he wasn't trying to like put on some sort of like, because in my head, I'm what were you doing? Right. I'm I'm starting to panic because I'm like, I'm my Australian license. I don't know how technically I'm meant to, whether I'm okay to do that or not. Did you have the full insurance from the rental place? So I had the full insurance. Okay. I've always paid the full insurance. Even though someone told me on my travel insurance, it'll probably cover like car rental. Yeah. When I used to rent car, well, before I owned a car, I can't remember. It was, it was sort of slightly dodgy. When I rent a car now and I'm on the road, like some of those gigs you go to and you have to fly in and then rent a car. Now I don't take any of the insurance because I'm covered through a mixture of the insurance I have for my own car that I drive in LA. And if I pay with my credit card, that covers the rest of the insurance. So between the two of them, like one, I can't remember which way around it is, but like one does the third party coverage and the other does the damages to the car coverage. I I think what I do is literally pay three times. Like, well, not pay three times, but I pay at the rental place, full insurance. Uh I pay on my credit card, which I think, yeah, it's an American Express and I think it does cover it. And I also, like, I think my travel insurance would cover it. But for whatever reason, your travel insurance might not because you've been living in America for a certain amount of time. Well, again, that might be true. I've traveled in and out of the country. Again, I don't want to be like, I think technically I'm fine. I think as long as I don't spend three months here in a row. Anyway, but I don't really know. This is my point. None of that shit matters until suddenly a car's run into you yeah. and then you're suddenly like, oh God, am I meant to be driving? Yeah. Have I been here for long enough? Is it fine that I went <laughs> to I'm Edinburgh a criminal. To the point? hills. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but yeah. that's Totally, what, yeah. So that's now going through my mind. Yeah. The yeah. second thing. And you're like, you're, you just go like, I, I, I still panic when, like I'm, I'm always amazed by people who can stay completely calm in the face of authority. Oh yeah. Like I, I'm in my thirties and still when a police officer talks to me in any kind of situation like that, I might as well be a six-year-old who's had to see the headmaster. Yeah. Like I'm something like I even drive by a lot of times drive by. I'll check my rear view mirror. Like he's not doing anything. Right. Like I've done nothing. I'm stone cold sober. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I have no illicit materials on me when I'm still like, I am probably going to accidentally try and do a murder or something. Well, that's what's like, great about America. The is how they've, they've made us feel very comfortable around them, <laughs> <laughs> like they're, and like they're here to help, yeah. not hurt us. Uh, <laughs> but I absolutely agree with you. So I'm having that reaction. I, that's also compounded by the fact that I'm suddenly realizing really quickly that I'm not going to get to this gig that I was driving to. You know, right. like, and I've missed one other gig in like 20 years. Like one of the things I've never been good enough to not show up. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. one of the things I really pride myself on. And despite the fact that I know that this is not my fault in any way, but we, uh, were you talking about this before? Was I talking about this? Yeah, yeah. We were all talking about this. I couldn't remember if we just talked about it ourselves, but the idea that you can fuck up, like that, it wasn't my fault, this accident. Yeah. It, at all. Right. There's nothing about this that was my fault. But by it happening, the people at the Comedy and Magic, I was meant to be doing 20 minutes before a guy who's like a TV headliner guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a guy that people would be excited to see. Yep. It's now half an hour before that gig starts and they're going to have to find someone to yeah. like fill that slot. Now, 
they, I will say, were wonderful. Like, yeah, I can't imagine perfect. they would be anything other than like knowing what that club is like. I can right. imagine they their first thought would be, "Holy shit! I hope you're okay." Okay, and we will make well, sure. And it was. Not only did I ring that now. There's okay. Here comes the embarrassing things. So, I, I did uh, cry in front of LA policemen. Oh wow! Yeah. So I'm sorry, Australia. I'm sorry that I did not represent. I tried to pretend I was from New Zealand, but yeah. I, I was like, they have my license. Yeah. What can I do? Like, <laughs> I think you're putting a little too much on their investigating qualities, like for them to actually determine that. You'd be like, whoa, oh, that flag's New Zealand for sure, Bob. That flag's New Zealand. <laughs> you know, they only have you only have to do that to get them to let you out of a ticket. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. You were. Uh, they, they had nothing to ticket you for. There was no need to cry. You pull your shirt down a little and cry. That's what I always do. Yeah. So I... Well, and those two things are connected, obviously, because the hairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right, yeah. No, that's attached heavily, yeah. <laughs> I actually tape my T-shirt to my chest yeah, every yeah. day. So then I rip Just it in case <laughs> the situation arises. It's the cops. Pull your Velcro shirt off your chest. It's, ah! it's the Reynolds method. It's the Reynolds method. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of actors can't like access that emotional point. So what I tell them is, you just glue your T-shirt to your chest hairs. Actually, the Reynolds method is going to be on the next season of The Cosmos. It's very, you get a nice walk through it. You really see the particles. So. <laughs> I can't wait. So I'm... Uh, the cops come up to me and start uh, asking me questions and I'm crying because I'm crying partly because I'm now the shock of what's happening. Yeah. But also I am like, I've got to fucking ring the club yeah. and I'm like, do I even have the number? Like, you know, like, and well, yeah. that's a thing you have to think about in that moment too, which is like, I mean, your adrenaline's pumping, like, right. And it's not your, the number one thing you're meant to be thinking about. But no, you're, but you're like, <laughs> the cops are like, where's your ID? You're like, I got to Google the number of this club. Right. Yeah. And so, and I have that shitty old phone that uh, you saw when you came in. Oh, Which yeah, is another yeah, topic. <laughs> well, I mean, I have a, like, listeners to this podcast know I have a shitty old burner phone. We've discussed this as well. Yeah. Okay, like, and the new iPhones come out. But turns out you have to order them. Like, you can't just go to the shop and get one. But have you never had an iPhone? I have an Australian one. It's, it's sitting on the table here somewhere. Okay. But, like, yeah. it doesn't work here because you have to get it unlocked. And so, um, I was waiting to get the new iPhone. Which I have now ordered. It's on its way. Yeah. The cover has arrived. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> they sent me a message, uh, like Apple the other day. Oh, that's great, right? You're like, look, I don't give a shit what it's doing. Just get it here. Right. But they sent me a message going, congratulations, your iPhone's arriving today. And I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. And like I rushed down to the mailbox and it was the fucking cover. Yeah. <laughs> the phone doesn't come for another week. They've sent like an, an advance party. Boy. A courtesy like, finger. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Even Apple right? yeah. sent the courtesy yeah, exactly. finger. <laughs> and now you've just got to go door to door and like whichever phone this cover does fit <laughs> <laughs> all right so cops have come over um despite any prejudices or whatever that right people might have about the la police force i found them to actually be very efficient and very lovely um the fact that I was a 40-year-old man crying in front of them may, may have had something to do with that. But uh, a 40-year-old white man. Yeah. yeah, An unthreatening white male. Then I had to call Richard at the club because I didn't have his direct number and I had to call the club at the box office uh-huh. and uh, you know do that thing where like, you pull hey, yourself I'm together really important from crying. Yeah. And like, go, hey, I just need to talk to Richard. Like, and then like, you know, tell him that like, yeah, cry basically and say, hey, 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 my night's been really fucked up. Yeah. And just 
because of that, your night's a little bit fucked up. Yeah. So sorry about that. Uh, I, I I do care about that, but I need to deal with this major part of my night being fucked up. Right. You talked to him though, right? Yeah, I talked yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. So. I can't imagine for a second him being like no. anything other than. Oh no no no! They sent me an email back, and I want this. I do want to say this because they are so lovely. They sent me an email back like later on, just checking if I needed any See help with the are, cops. Right. Like yeah. you know, literally like you know, do you need someone to like? They were brilliant. Yeah. Do you they need were... someone to be an American in this yeah. situation? That was really what it was. It yeah. was like that's great. Yeah, so they were fantastic. Hopefully, there was no passenger. We know that's one of your things. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> right. You haven't mentioned a passenger yet, which means either there wasn't one or there now isn't one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So either commiserations or <laughs> evaporations. Uh, so they, um, so now this is when it kind of gets weirder. Well, not weirder, but just for me, it gets weirder because I was in, I guess, genuinely another, like if the guy was going five miles faster, I'd probably be dead. Like Fuck. it was that close, but I walked away from it. Like, my hips are a bit sore today, but my hips are always a bit sore. So I'm not even sure whether that's just me concentrating on it more or whether mm-hmm. it, they you, are just a bit sore. You probably should get some kind of a medical checkup and it will be covered by the insurance and all that kind of thing. So, I yes, and I there is a possibility that if I do have any kind of lingering thing that I will go and get that yep. checked out. Um, on the spot, there were paramedics there and they checked me out. So this is like, accident happens. Major accident happens. Yep. Five minutes later, in my mind, maybe it was 10 minutes, but like whatever, five minutes in my head, I'm talking to some police. I do a breath test. They make me do like a breath test. I thought they, you said breast test for a second. They made me a do a breast great, test. Be, you'd be like, oh, thank God this happened. Right, no, well, just because, you know, it's uh, they, they're doing the, yeah. you know, breath, breath testing. Still, uh, like, they're yeah. still doing. <laughs> He's still jiggling. They, they put this is worse than we thought. They over you while they take your shirt off. There you go, pal. Just going to do a quick <laughs> breast test. He's fine. <laughs> Carry on. We offer this for victims of crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy walks away. They're like, he was not a cop. What was he doing? Yeah. I'm the breast guy. <laughs> also, if you have any uh, troublesome moles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> meet detective dermatologist. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, I talked to them. I talked to the paramedics. I give my statement. Uh, they say the other guys, you know, admitted that he's done it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so um, the guy admitted to the cops that it was his fault? Yep. That's great. So you're... Yep. So uh, they said to me, um, you know, who do you need to call for your car? And I said, well, it's a, it's a hire car. Like I'm, you know, I, I only hired it like two days ago. I literally hired it, you know, to go to this gig, you know. And they're like, well, do you need a replacement car or whatever? And I was like, no, no. Like, I mean, literally this was the last time. Like I'm not getting to this gig, yeah. which was the only reason I needed this car anymore. Right? right, right. And then the cop said to me, he goes, okay, who you, who's you? Like, and I told him who I'd hired it with. And he goes, you know what? We'll just call the tow truck and we'll you know, sort it all out wow. for you. And we'll give you a call in the morning. If you want to go home and get a cab or whatever, go home. And so I, one hour after like being in an accident <laughs> where like I almost died, like maybe I'm exaggerating, maybe it was 90 minutes, Still. but like within a period of time that seems like nowhere near 
like enough time. Yeah. I was sitting back here. In fact, I was sitting back here in my apartment. Like at the time, I should have been on stage at right. the gig. Right, you could almost have got the. I presume you got a cab back to the house. Yeah, I. I like, you could almost have got a cab to the gig, and you, then you know what? Like, yeah. if it if it had been, crashes are the worst, right? <laughs> if it had been the sort of gig that where they were waiting for me, yeah, I wouldn't have been late enough to that gig. That someone couldn't have padded for say 10, 15 minutes and yeah. I wouldn't have got there and been able to, like that's how little amount of time it was essentially, right? So I've got back here and I thought, well, you know what, I should tell people. Like, I mean, it's, it was a kind of major accident. And yeah. if there's any Did you take a photo? Did you take pictures of the. Well, the cops, like, I mean, maybe in reflection, well, a- again, I, I don't, my phone is that old phone, so it doesn't like, yeah. I didn't re- I don't even ever think of that. In reflection, I did kind of think, the next, like, I mean, I did have like one of those wake up in the middle of the night moments where I was like, maybe I should have like taken a bit more. But because the cops yeah. were all like, just like, we'll sort. Did you out. like? Did right. you get the details of the other person's insurance company? Or yes. Th- okay. Yeah. So did. I had all this. Well, the cops gave me all that. Okay. Cool. And they, because so, they'd spoken to, and you've got the cops' details as well, so you can get in touch with them. Right. And they rang me the next morning as well. So oh, I, yeah. I haven't told you that yet, but that that did actually happen. So. All of this, like, was fine. All of what happened was fine. Cool. But in reflection, there were some things that I probably, probably should have done. But when, but, when you're in a situation but, like that, like, you right. never think of it. Like, oh, I should have measured the distance in meters from the car, from yeah. the bumper of the car to right. the edge of the curb. You're like, well, but yeah. I did have a couple of moments, like, afterwards, where I was like, oh, fuck, I should have done that. Right. But at the time, it didn't seem like. The, like it just You're rattled, right? Yeah, yeah, and also because the cops had talked to him, and they were kind of just were like their yeah. whole thing was like this is fine, and, and like, he did have insurance as well. Yeah, well, like, I guess so. Yeah, because yeah. if so. you've been hit by an uninsured driver, then then it's, well, then you still have to be able to claim off the insurance that you have, but it's right. harder. But if they if that person's covered, then they have to cover everything. Right. So whatever. I mean, you know, I just took my leave from the cops, really. But anyway, I got in a cab and I came home and. Uh, by the way, also they should cover that cab that you had to get home. Like if you had the receipt oh, of that. Yeah, that's a good point. Was I mean, it, did you get like a regular probably, cab or I'd like probably, an Uber or anything where you no, could? I probably paid with my, or like a credit card though. I think. Yeah. Did you get a yeah. meal on the way back? Because that's on that. Yeah, well, that's yeah. And Shopping. Bought, bought some newspapers. Anything? Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Anything on that trip <laughs> yeah. is on them. Well, also you're talking about it on the show now, so I think everything that's happened between then up until this point Absolutely. is part of the thing. I think that's totally right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that'd be a great if you if, well, you, you, had if to, you could claim on your tax things as being like you know deductions because you talked about them on a free podcast. <laughs> don't you think that Rupert Murdoch would have uh, a free podcast? Oh my <laughs> like, God. That, just a long list. They would reads. be in that law, and yeah. then one minute after midnight, Rupert Murdoch would be like on Twitter, "Hey, I've just dropped my new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours." <laughs> An aeroplane. <laughs> a building. Blowjobs. <laughs> 14 UK politicians. Beer. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. There is an overwhelming list. <laughs> so Imagine uh, if that's just it. That's it. That was it. And then he couldn't figure out how to turn it off for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with this thing? <laughs> I would I would listen to a podcast that's just three hours of Rupert Murdoch swearing at a button. The best part of any voicemail from my dad is when he has, hasn't like hung up the phone yet. Oh, yeah. And then you hear like, all right, I'll talk to you later. Click, click. Shh, you hear the radio for a second. He's like, uh-uh, uh, 
Ah, you're like, oh, this is just the greatest. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Ah, uh, oh natural. I mean, I love nothing more that there's there's this hotel that I stay in. Uh, I can't remember where it is, but the hotel is at your semen. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they've got a foyer cam. And it's just like one of the channels on the TV is like you can watch like ah, the camera yes. in the foyer. And you <laughs> will greatest. not. A weird thing to <laughs> like, totally weird. But the greatest. Is it? Is it on it's the uh, compelling. things you shouldn't be allowed to watch station? Yeah. <laughs> right. They've got a is. couple in room ones. It's great. It's like Sliver. It's great. <laughs> it's like Sliver. It's, you'll love it. <laughs> they got a whole room. It's real pervy. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to this microphone, you sound like the devil in their room. <laughs> Do you want the camera uh, above or inside the toilets? <laughs> How much for choose. both? <laughs> Shit on the system and the system. <laughs> uh, so uh, they called me the next. Oh, so I came home, I emailed everybody and kind of just messaged people and said, because I didn't want to scare people. Yeah. Like, so it's always, but at the same time, you're like, well, at some stage, you know, people are going to hear that I had a car accident, so I might as well just get on the front foot with it all. Yeah. So I messaged everybody and did all that. And then. Nothing, by the way, reassures and relaxes people more than receiving a message from a friend or relative that starts with, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you're like, oh, click, hurry, hurry, load, load. Yeah, my uh, one of my managers, uh, Jacob, said that I didn't put the okay early enough in his email. Oh, that's great. Because I messaged him. I was like, so, hey, Jake, I, hey, look, just uh, so you know, I was in a car accident last night and I said it's not my fault and then this is what happened. And they're like, oh, I'm okay. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, you, you probably should have led with I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like the finale speech on The Bachelor where it's all the twists and turns. But while I do love you, right. also. Think yeah. it through, mate. I'm emailing you. Yeah. I should be okay. <laughs> But it would be I'm, great to sign it. I'm dead. <laughs> just, I'm dead. It's I one am, of my things. I am blinking this email to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I... I to my transcriber. I prepared this email six months ago in the case of this actually happening. <laughs> Look, I'm a time traveler. Listen to me. <laughs> if you are receiving this email, I'm already dead. Jake's like, why are you calling me? I'm not your manager. Yeah. What world do you live in? I'm not your manager since you served This isn't my dimension. Pizza. Listen to me. I'm in the wrong dimension, Jake. Uh, oh, this is the one where I did have pepperoni on the pizza. No. <laughs> yeah, so I, apparently I sent him that email because he was kind of like towards the, like, you know, I sent you know, friends and immediate family the kind of first ones. And then, you know, by the time you're emailing your manager, you're kind of like, you know, I just want your heads up. Yeah. And so he was down the list and I did attach uh, like a TV pitch that we've been pitching that I've been working on to the bottom of it. So I literally was like, oh yeah, I was in a really serious car accident and I'm not dead. Here's that pitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. It's about my long road to recovery. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think, I find, I think we've finally got an angle. <laughs> I wrote it last night. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> you know, everybody's been like, they won't buy the Australian thing. No one's looking for an Australian. Well, I think I've got a new angle. <laughs> you can it's use upper, the word... <laughs> it's upper ramp. <laughs> you could use the word brave a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so next morning the cops have rung me uh, mm-hmm. just to you know, say that everything was okay. 
Um, apparently the dude, uh, they told me, well, they didn't actually officially tell me, but I think they officially told me was drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. and, and I got the impression, although they didn't really tell me this at all, that maybe it was just like texting or something like, you know, he was like oh, drunk and he was texting Jesus. and he just, oh, good. like, you know, so he's kind With of, those trot- powers combined. Yeah. He's like trotting along is- at like 25 or 30 and just literally just, just drunk did, texting. Didn't see the just sail through light a red and light. just sailed through. So this is, um. This would have been at around seven thirty in the seven seven thirty in the evening. Yep, I'm, so I'm quite gonna, early. Yeah, this is like I'm a gonna, kind of midnight. No, nah, I'm going to say drink. it was like probably maybe even seven fifteen. Right. So yeah, like, uh, so yeah, someone maybe has finished, like maybe gone to a long lunch. Yeah, yep. had a couple of glasses of wine after work. Yeah, it was after by the work. beach, so you never know. Right, but I wasn't actually by the beach yet. It was still uh, West like Hollywood. Midpoint. Oh, yeah, was, you're yeah still. Well, still, he's close enough to the beach. Right. <laughs> he's been to the beach. Will, know, just let him have his beach moment. <laughs> it's based on the beach, right, Will? <laughs> right? <laughs> this is beach-related, isn't it, babe? Uh, all right, well, that's my story. Um, do you guys have uh, a little bit more time? Yeah. 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 Matt, are you okay? I have nowhere I need to be. Okay. Well, I think here's what we should do. I think, because I, I want to do one more thing, but um, Sus, I think we should have a little... Strip uh, naked and wrestle? I want to do you two more things. you saying what we're all thinking, Will. <laughs> two more things. <laughs> okay. I want to do two more things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had this fireplace installed. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Well, we still have a couple of things to do. Uh, Gareth still has to bring us his David Huntsberg effect. Okay. Uh, that, oh, uh, mine's really good. That earlier on, yeah. so we still need to get to that. He used to hunt men. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That right. makes sense. Yep. Sorry to blow the... No, no, that's good. Suspense. Well, that's they changed the name to Hunt's Burgers, didn't they? Because that was their little. <laughs> well, yeah. no, he made man burgers. Oh yeah, right. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of burgers, like the you know the original. It was a play on the words. Exactly. I worked on honestly four to five levels. Right. Yeah. It was a really good play on words, but the food backed it up. That was the thing. Some people were like, "Well, it's a good pun, but is it a good place to get?" And it is great. It's yep. the best place for man. It right. really is. No. <laughs> It's you, the best man. Here's my problem. I find it so hard to get good man in LA. You know what? That's and that's part of the thing. You have to go somewhere where they import man because you want to go somewhere where <laughs> right. again the compact car is as tight as possible. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's where we've got those nice fleshy man burgers. It's the water. It's the local water. It really is. Yeah, they need to be raised properly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't give me those eyes, Will. <laughs> they need to be raised properly. No, he's no. This is all I. I'm just looking for like a, a, an appropriate point to like stop so we can have a break. <laughs> okay. And I just always wonder if like that's the moment because if we did stop and it never started again, yeah. it's like is that the last moment of the yeah. podcast? <laughs> like if this had been now, I'm thinking about everything in that car related accident thing. I'm like, well, if we stop now and then I have an accident and then that's it. Uh, well, that I would mean, that have been it? Would that have been okay to be it? Yeah, that well this this could be it. I mean I feel like now this could be it. What was the last thing you wanted to see? <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. Uh we're gonna finish with this today. Uh occasionally on this show we like to play a little game of uh would you rather. Uh uh-huh. the internet provides us, uh this in this case BuzzFeed. Uh big hello to um uh, BuzzFeed for this one. I don't think I've ever been on the show when you've played some kind of a game. Have you not? No. This you've is a, this is a you, novel you've experience. You've never done the What com- Comedian Are You quiz? No, I haven't. Oh, we'll have to bring that one out for you. Yeah, there's like a BuzzFeed quiz that tells you which comedian you are. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's never who you'd hope. <laughs> <laughs> 
Carrot top. <laughs> uh, okay. The, the hardest game of would you rather for anyone on the internet uh, is the BuzzFeed that I'm reading from. Would you rather? Are we going to have to open up two different windows or is this? No, no. I mean, this. I don't care about this. We no, don't get results. We don't we need, just... This is not a results one. This is just more, you know, I just want to know. Okay. I, I'm going to learn about you both and the listeners in turn are going to learn about you both through your answers okay, sure. to these questions. Okay. Would you rather have your entire Google search history sent to your parents uh-huh. Or have all the photos on your phone sent to your parents? Oh. Gareth Reynolds. I would go with phone pictures. I think I'd have Anything to- on your phone pictures that you wouldn't want sent oh, to your parents? Oh, there's definitely a lot of shit on there <laughs> that I do not want. Listen, I threatened to murder my dad right. over not recording something. <laughs> There's a lot I don't want. Uh, Are you hoping that your dad won't know how to open? He's like, well, based on the way he didn't record that show, he won't be able to air, open some phones. And he's, well, I'm hoping he drops it in the toilet. Obviously, right. yeah. on that same note, on that, yeah, and along those same lines, I'm like a bit of me is like, well, maybe they won't know what those words mean. Yeah, but no, I think it. I think it would have to be pictures, because at least then, like, at least, like the worst you sort of get is, well, yeah. Well, it's nothing we haven't seen before, son. Yeah. yeah I think it yeah. is. We I'm pretty that. sure that is stuff you haven't seen yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> At least half of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might know what the parts are. It'd be, you, your little boy's a man. <laughs> You've not seen them in that You're combination. Right. You've never seen Optimus Prime when he wasn't a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say more than meets the eye. That's the point where I just... Accidentally sent both the search history and the photos to my dad on his birthday. <laughs> you, you checked the both button. I uh, meant either. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, happy birthday, Dad. Right. Well, the good news is you forget that other story, right? <laughs> and by the way, I'm going back to school. <laughs> yeah. Dad, guess what else? Guess what else I just failed at? <laughs> uh, yeah, because the internet's search history also comes with pictures like yeah. i mean you know it's not like yeah yeah not no, pictures of you necessarily but i'm no, limiting but... the damage i yeah i think they would definitely be uh, more upset i think that's good right. yeah i yeah okay, uh would right. you rather only be on myspace or live in antarctica for a month hang on when you say only be on myspace do you mean that's your only human interaction or do you mean only be on MySpace out of any of the social media? Well, I'm going to say I'm going to say only be on MySpace for so, a month. So that is your for one month. So for you what, either go to Antarctica for a month or only interact with the world through MySpace for oh, one Antarctica. month. Oh, Antarctica, definitely. Like that's not even a question. Like I'm thinking about it. Okay, I'm presuming, by the way, with the Antarctica thing, you're not just dropped naked out of a plane. In the middle of Antarctica. Right, you're at some sort of like research You're given some kind of research like, center. Yeah. Well, Where you're naked and thrown out. Yeah, yeah. well, that's what... And As a hazing ritual, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're one of the guys now. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm guessing... Like, I don't know... Why did you send those parents your photos? Because uh, that just dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, God, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Even if you're by yourself in Antarctica for a month, I think uh, you might go a bit crazy. But I, there are, you know, there's wildlife. There's well, I, honestly, there's they things both to- sound appealing to me in a way. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but I guess I would go to Antarctica. But I would, I would arguably be okay with having MySpace for a month in Antarctica. Right. 
Yeah. Good time to explore MySpace. Yeah, yeah I, it's probably a hot scene there. I feel like... MySpace, the, that's where Tom lives. And you know the other... <laughs> Tom's there like, how the fuck are you, man? Well, uh, darker times. That's not where he lives, lives, but that's where his parents built his yeah. <laughs> research station. Yeah. No, I, what I love about... Like, I mean, I'm with you. Like, if it's a month... Yeah. Like, getting to explore something like MySpace. Yeah. Like, I'm like... To me, that's like, you know, in Inception, where, like, uh, Leonardo and, like, his wife were walking around that place where there was no one else yeah you're like oh yeah i just get like all this time where i can just like i'm gonna be the world expert in myspace well, yeah, cause also as <laughs> as failed uh, as failed a social network as myspace is it is still like it bands still use it so you could right. spend you could spend that entire month just music. researching yeah. new exciting you'd upcoming bands, favorite and bands you'd probably meet your wife things right. would be great and you'd be in the Antarctic hanging out with Tom. She's like, did you do that quiz as well? Yeah, I yeah, did. That's why I, I, yeah, yeah. That's why, oh, my God. Like, Get so over so here, you I scamp. <laughs> I love you. Um, you really in Antarctica do. too? <laughs> yes. I took both as well. Listen, let's just keep walking. We'll hit. I'm naked, by the way. These <laughs> scientists are real weird. <laughs> I am totally nude. I saw a Doug, Doug Stanhope at some show once where it just as a throwaway. He, and then MySpace just came up and he was like, God, MySpace... God, when MySpace was working, that was the best for weird road sex. <laughs> <laughs> and he's absolutely right. Like, yeah. it, was, it was of any of the social media that was the best for like. Oh, okay, well, we're both we're both in on this middle of both Illinois right now. Well, we both know Tom. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, I, mean, Tom? I wouldn't sleep with a stranger who I didn't have a friend in common with. And I'm but... vouched for you. He said you're cool, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather have Facebook publicly display whose profile you look at and how many times you looked at it, or loudly crap your plant pants at work? Not crap your plants. Cap, crap your pants at work. Well, work you for can bo- put crab in like plants. Yeah. I crab the plants. <laughs> I crab my plants. <laughs> a guy who's playing a game of would you rather with a guy who doesn't have great diction. <laughs> All right. I did what you wanted. I grabbed the plants. <laughs> I, uh, I broed your grandma. <laughs> Uh, I would thing. rather my face. I, I'm really. I, I. I'm just not that uh, weird online. So like, I, I really don't so check. If, I don't really check a lot of people's profiles out. There's no one that would be like. Well, oh, I hang de- on. look. There's definitely probably a couple <laughs> girls who haven't sent to a feature where they could tell who looks at their page and probably think I'm a little weird. Right. But I don't think there is like, such a feature. But yeah, there is a. There's not a lot of those. There's a couple of times where you know you meet someone, you then look through them Facebook, so you're like, and then you're like. Don't accidentally like a picture. Yeah. Don't well, accidentally from, click favorite on, on, on from a, 2009. Yeah. Don't, well, there, that's the thing. Like, like, don't let it be known you've gone deep into the album. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. Yeah, you are at like, times it's like, like I, I mean, it, I, all I'm here is for is to research if you're a nice person. Yeah. But I do want to see if there's any photos of you being a nice person in summer. <laughs> but by the way, I don't want to sound like a creep because I know I don't know you and I just requested you. But your sister's wedding in 2007 looked amazing, and it looked like everybody had a good time, even Uncle. Uh, Henry, who I know is sick. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> you're great. Hello? Hello. I just grabbed my pants. <laughs> uh, all right. Would you rather never use Facebook again or never use Twitter again? Facebook. Facebook. 
Uh, easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm <laughs> take that Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> MySpace. Uh, yeah, I'm already creeped out by Facebook and kind of I. As much as I, you, I'm on it all the time. I kind of resent it. I would. It, it, it there's just so there, there's just it, there's no value in fa- like not that there's a ton of value in Twitter, but there's no value in Facebook right. anymore to me. Like to, it's just it's literally just. 900 issues, five of which are important, and a lot of pictures of babies that I really have no interest in seeing. They made me change my name the other day. Um, I was wondering about that because there was that there was this thing recently where it was first like drag queens and and trans people were having real problems where yeah. people had changed uh, like changed their name. Then there were I got swept up in that one. But I was well, no, I was classic story. I would one of the things that occurred to me. When, like carry, uh, you won't get that joke. Uh, I was about to karaoke a, days. No, I was uh. about. I have this joke. Uh, anyway, whatever. Uh, there's this there's this woman in Australia called Carrie Ann Kennelly, uh-huh. and she's like this morning TV presenter who also does albums and stuff. Okay. And I always joke that if I was going to be a drag queen, my drag queen name would be Carrie Man Kennelly, like because that would like it would be she'd be a perfect person to do drag of as well. And that's a great joke to any Australians. But so uh, Australians I was, I was out like, there. I was like, I'm about to. Do this joke to two people who will just stare at me like the fuck are you talking about? I'll be honest, about? Will, I don't understand your joke. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I've explained it, I love sure it. We'll all enjoy it. But did occur to me that I can think of quite a few people who are in the public eye who I'm Facebook friends with their pseudonym, and you are one of them. You you had you're on Facebook not as Will Anderson because people would search Will Anderson. And you don't want to pop up. Right, so I have an official Facebook page that I try to visit every day and, like, respond to people. So if anyone wants to, like, send me a message about a show or, like, anything like that, Mm -hmm. like, that's the appropriate place to do it. And I always respond to those. I answer all those myself and I respond to them all myself. But I also had, like, a private page which is just for people that I know in the real world or comedians. Yeah. Like sometimes if I don't know a comedian, but like they're a comedian. Like colleague. I will, yeah. I'm kind of like, well, we're in the same close world. friends, family and colleagues. Yeah. yeah. But it's not for anyone that I don't know. Right. And so it was always under wild Anderson. I guess I can say it now because it, like, you know, uh, they made you drop it. Right. That it made me drop it. But yeah, the other day they wouldn't let me sign in to my Facebook unless I changed it back to my um, original. Em- Emery Emery whose oh, yeah. real birth certificate name is Emery Emery, got frozen out for a day and a half until he could... He had to, like, upload documents. Right. And, like, and, and again, this is the thing. People who... Do you really want Facebook to have your social security no. card or like your, or your driver's license? Like a website well, that's already hey, notoriously data hack. I'm hungry. sure that a company that was started because the founder wanted to fuck a girl at university yeah. Yeah. is only based on the purists. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's just- and also a company whose entire business model, whose only value is data. Like the only thing they have that is a value is is data and user base. And the way that we're being hooked into, like, I mean, it's hard to sign into some things these days. Oh, it's, yeah. You know, like, increasingly you can't comment on it. Right? Yeah, it really is. I mean, all... And the the, the way you give over, the the other day, I signed into something to pay for something. I signed in on Facebook and then paid for it on PayPal. And I was like, I pushed all those buttons and I was like, I'm not sure how any of that works. Yeah. And who's got access to any of that information. And like... <laughs> but I just bought a doormat. Hey, but hey, that has a TARDIS on it. Doormat so Richard. <laughs> someone's got a TARDIS doormat now. So <laughs> hey, world, have my credit card details. All right, I've got a TARDIS doormat. Here we go. 
Uh, so or, yeah, fuck Facebook, definitely Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Not that I'm. I this is where we find out that Twitter is run by murderers, but yeah. I still prefer it for the moment. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure they're all terrible. Uh, would you rather? Use a flip phone for a year. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's just me. I'm not, not, You're I'm like, what's the upside? Yeah. <laughs> Only a year? Or give up ice cream for a year? Oh, well, that's easy for me because I definitely have used the flip phone and I can never give up ice cream. Um, I'd be the other way around, I think. I don't think I eat ice cream very often and mm. it definitely isn't something I crave and I'm very phone addicted. Maybe it'd be healthy for me to switch back to a flip phone. I think might this, be might, this might be an I do bother. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about ice cream. And I had a flip phone up until seven months ago. And, you know, be nice to have a year. Another romance. So I'll say flip phone for I a li- year. No, I like that you're the Maverick player yeah. who often goes, I'll have both. <laughs> the guy, like, yeah, yeah, a couple of times it. during the, like, you just to put the other players off. Yeah. You're like, uh, well, everybody down. made great points. I'll do both. I'll yeah. do both. Hang on, why did he just place it? There's Give two- me both options. And everyone's gathered around. They're like, well, there's no rule against it. My we never flip thought phone that doesn't work would- in Antarctica where I'm off of ice cream. <laughs> MySpace! <laughs> you should see his MySpace update. He's off of ice cream. <laughs> he's <laughs> in the one dish he could probably enjoy in his surroundings. He's off. <laughs> and it's just a photo of his dad looking disapproving at his junk. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Bring it on. It's going to be a fun year. (laughs) All right. Uh, Would you rather have seamless deliveries be instantaneous for five years? So Seamless? Yeah, seamless. Oh, the food delivery? Yeah. Does Seamless by any chance sponsor this survey? This no. article, this might be. <laughs> perhaps, but seamless the food delivery service it's a seamless deliveries question. delivery deliver instantly. What was it? This is seamless as opposed to Simon uh, Simon seamless. This yeah. is Simon seamless. Oh, not Siemens. No, it's, okay. no Simon seamless. You don't want to order from them for food. <laughs> <laughs> They're completely different yeah. special sauce at Simon Siemens. This is this is seamless. They in fact they put that in the name. We're not. It's this. It's not entirely semen free, <laughs> but it is less. <laughs> Less than our competitor's semen. I'm sorry? Reduced. It's reduced. Yeah. Now with less semen. Uh, did you say no semen? Nope. <laughs> we did not say that. But you implied that, right? Mm, have a dish. <laughs> Eat your dish. Would you rather have seamless deliveries be instantaneous for five years? So order food, whatever, you, wherever you want, and it just arrives. Mm-hmm. Or have your crush confess their love to you tonight? Well, again, that's not really a. Is that a <laughs> so? Well, you don't get to have both of those. No, <laughs> this is like a. These ones are both good. But just, but just sort of have unrequited love suddenly be requited. Yeah. Or, or slightly quicker meals. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem like it's... Do you want fulfillment or food? <laughs> or, no, you'd get the food anyway. It'll just be 15 to 20 minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what will you and your soulmate talk about? <laughs> While you're waiting nigh on half an hour for and that then, pizza. That is a good point. I would, you, can, you can fill in the delivery time with sex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're with your, you're with the, yeah. The one you've pined for. <laughs> Where's the fucking food? You know, I'll be honest. I wish I just went with option yeah. A because you. 
I mean, are not as advertised. I mean, yes, you leave me, you leave me emotionally and physically, and in every sense fulfilled. However, there is a red curry that is on its way still. You literally are my world. You mean everything to me. But do you hear the noises my tummy's making right now? I mean, my God, my God. You fulfill everything but my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather? I have no way to get food other than this app. You complete me talking to Noodles. I'm so happy I couldn't get a job and provide my own money for takeaway. <laughs> Would you rather have a Facebook automatically make a status update announcing every time you poop? Or have Facebook automatically make a status update announcing every time you have sex? Ah, oh, sex. <laughs> For sure. Um, why are these separate occasions? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather uh, always be seated next to a couple on a first okay Cupid date every time you go out to eat Oof. or have athletes foot for a week? Oh. Hang on, always. <laughs> Yeah, so every time you go out to eat. I don't think they've calibrated this quiz well. You have our athlete's foot for a week, or every time you go out, you're next to an okay Cupid date on a person. Forever. Always. I think I might When you go out to eat. When you go out to eat. Yeah. But but like every time for the rest of your Always. life. Yeah. I would uh, I would take the couple. Yeah, I'm, I could I'm see upside you. to that. I'll just eavesdrop That'd be and brilliant. Like, walk around comfortably. It's like you've got a real life sitcom. But yeah. I think the novelty like, would wear if off. You, if you knew that every time, I mean, it's almost a power at that point. And you could you just you, walk over and be like, "How's the date?" They'd be by like, the way, you he... would get dates based on the fact that you're oh, like, yeah. you know, you'd that, go to the bathroom. Yeah. You'd be like, you know, I just I don't know what I'm talking about, but you guys seem incompatible. <laughs> Gareth, Gareth Reynolds, how are you? <laughs> by the way, don't check my Facebook. I've been banging a lot. <laughs> 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 and pooping a lot <laughs> and, and I crap my pants yeah. at the office Which just updated I gotta stop picking both <laughs> right, yeah. Oh my god Anyway, I'll be out of town for a little while uh, Also, You can reach me on MySpace Right, please don't look at my dad's Facebook Because I, I sent him all those photos yes. <laughs> If you want to see who else I've been with Ask my dad <laughs> I'm Be suing BuzzFeed, I'll see ya <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> Some of these have been very generous With their camera phones Yeah and time. <laughs> All right. Let's go with one more and then we'll finish up. Okay. Uh, let's, yeah. Would you rather have, okay. Oh, this, this is a nice one to finish on. Uh, would you rather, because this is good. We're about to plug, uh, in fact, let's do it now. Uh, Gareth, uh, where can people find you? Where, this will go up this week. So okay. do you have gigs or where can people, they can listen to The Dollop, obviously, with yeah, Dave Yeah, The Anthony. Dollop uh, at Reynolds Gareth on Twitter. Uh, I'll be uh, at Flappers on the 26th. And uh, there's some other stuff that I don't know offhand. Okay, cool. Matt? Uh, probably Science is, is the podcast, the podcast which, which I was on recently. You were on very recently. Yeah. Uh, you could check out that or Will's previous episode or any other any of any other number of episodes. That was a bad sentence. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Matt Kirshen or Facebook slash Matt Kirshen for the time being until the quiz comes through. And, um, oh, I, yeah, I'm always gigging in L.A., but at the end of the month, at the end of November, if any of your listeners, I'm sure some of them do, live in the Pacific Northwest... Uh, I am in Seattle and Portland on the 28th and 29th. I know that we have listeners in both of those places. Excellent. Well, so. I'm at the Seattle uh, Neptune Theatre on the 28th and Portland Funny Over Everything at the Hollywood 
um, on the 29th. So that's Thanksgiving weekend, Friday, Saturday. I'm in Seattle and then Portland. Please come to those shows. Uh, I believe either the night you're hearing this or, well, I mean, the night that it came out or... Uh, is this a some... prediction for the night it comes yeah, out? Yeah, I don't really know. Anyway, what is what I'm saying. If it's Wednesday, the whatever it is, <laughs> I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. sure this. But this Wednesday, when it came out... Uh, what a day it's been. I am in Norman. I, uh, Norman is in Oklahoma somewhere. Okay. So Ooh. I will be there doing a one night. That's where Lasso Man lives. And then I will be in uh, Dallas at Hyenas uh, for the remaining of that week. I will be in Darwin on the 19th. I will be in Perth. We've just added an extra show, three shows. Justin Hamilton doing support with Illuminati. Kalgoorlie the day after. A week at the Comics Lounge doing uh, with Illuminati. The last time I'll be doing that show in Melbourne. And then uh, I have uh, Philadelphia and Denver back in the US and then uh, back at the Sydney Comedy Store doing my improv shows before Christmas and then January 19, Will Illuminati at the Sydney Opera House. Uh, We've added a second show. That is the final show. That's it. Will Uh, you still be in Australia just after New Year's or are you going to be back in America? uh, Just after I'll be in Australia. Because... I haven't worked it out yet, but I was trying to work on... I'm going to be in London for Christmas Uh to see the family. But then I was going to try and work on maybe doing a little Asian run, uh, going back to America via Asia and then Australia. Maybe you doing mean a Australian. sex tourism, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was going to sell myself. A little run. He was pretty clear, yeah, Will. Yeah. <laughs> a jog. I have excellent cheekbones and I'm running low on pics to send the dad. So... Um, uh, oh, it's good to see Matt traveling. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I was going to say, I, if that happens, then we might be in Australia at the same time. Oh, well, that'd be brilliant. Try, Cause we're also trying to work at the, me and the other probably science guys are trying to work out whether we can maybe do a show out there at some point. Oh, that'd be good. Thanks largely to you. We have a fair Australian fan Well, base. uh, definitely listen to probably science. Uh, tweet those guys. If you think that you would like them to come out to Australia, tell them which city you're in, because that will be handy for them to know where it's the all majority. pretty much the, like they're all next to each other, right? In Australia. Yeah. Yeah. They're all don't right be, in the middle. Don't be racist. Tiny, tiny little don't country. Don't turn people off with your racism. <laughs> Not, not racism, it's geographically ignorant. So, I um, uh, January 19 is the final night of Illuminati. Um, uh, I'm going to be in Australia. We're, I'm going to Bali. I've never been to Bali before. Oh, right. I have been there. It's very nice. I'm going to Bali. Uh, Limo is getting married, who is a, a comedian from Australia, a very good friend of mine, a great stand-up comedian. And uh, so they're getting married in Bali. Now, wow. Bali is apparently one of the most beautiful places on earth, yeah. but it is also a holiday destination of a lot of terrible Australians that I don't want to say on my holidays. So I've gone 40 years. I guess like maybe like Cancun or something might be yeah. or whatever, right? Say no more, Or Carbo. Yeah, no like, or like, to count you at me at Cancun. Right, yeah. Yeah, okay. Or Ibiza for Brits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's that sort of place that I imagine if you were there with your friends and it wasn't full of fucking, like you'd be like, this is the greatest place on earth, yeah. right? But there are also apparently parts of Bali that aren't like that. Like there are parts that are very much that and and this is in one of those parts but i'd never gone 40 years old never yeah. been to this beautiful place that's ne- that every australian goes to it's time so my mates get married you had to book for a week because you know it's that time of the year like between christmas and new year right so i thought fuck it we're gonna go for a week we're gonna have like a holiday in bali there is an occasional comedy gig there oh is there really uh, I should gig. You probably don't want to. Yeah, that'd be thing. great. I don't want to claim. I mean, might as well gig on my Man, fucking well. friends holiday so week ch- see how the jokes <laughs> play in bali <laughs> right so Anyway, um, the thing that I was going to say is uh, that I will be in Australia from when we get back, which I think is January 1 or 2, through to the 19th when I do the shows at the Opera House. So Nice. So hopefully I will be in town. Uh, we added a second show on the 19th. 
Uh, that's it. Uh, it's been going since March 1. I think we'll have done nearly 350 shows by the time uh, it finishes, but all of them are now on sale. There's nothing more. We're adding no more shows. <laughs> I am uh, approving the poster for next year's show. Good. We're in a new world, people. Yeah. So buy a fucking ticket. Come and see the show. Yeah. I love you all. But he, Gareth has to go, but I want to finish with this question, which was this. This is the final BuzzFeed, would you rather? <clears throat> yes. Uh, and the reason I asked you about Twitter. Would you rather have one million Twitter followers mm-hmm. or be able to understand dog's thoughts? Oh. Uh, dog's thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Definitely dog's thoughts. I don't think dogs have very interesting thoughts. It would be a really shitty thing if they were just like, food, food, uh, that thing. That's what "Mm, I think it is. I think it's mostly food and I want the ability to block it out. Like, I don't want to like, uh, I'm not like, if I can just hear it whenever I want, I'm still going with dogs. But if I have to hear it all the time, maybe not. What you can do is with your new dog knowledge, you get a reality show. Through that, you get a million followers. Right. (laughs) Right. Back routed. Ah, okay. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. They'd be like, what's wrong with it? It'd be like, uh, he misses his dad and wants uh, drier food. Right. Next. Uh, yeah, Bring him I, in. I bet Caesar Milan's got more than a million Twitter followers, yeah. right? And there's a new sheriff in town, Caesar. Right. <laughs> They're whispering I mean, to you. I'm the dog shouter. Right. Those thoughts are well, coming you're the, right you're, in. You're the dog listener, <laughs> yeah. which is actually better than whispering to dog, them. Yeah. Everyone can whisper to a fucking yeah, dog. Who gives Caesar. a shit? I'm just <laughs> listening. Yeah, we want to know what they're saying back. I'm the dog listener. <laughs> like, we can all talk to dogs. Yeah, ooh, la, la. <laughs> I can whisper to a tree. I don't know what it's fucking saying. I'm not going to get a show off it. These dogs are literally piling thoughts into my brain. Raw camera. But then you don't know what to do with those thoughts. Like you have no idea how to then influence their behavior. Well, then yeah, sleeping like late at night as dogs are running around your neighborhood, you'd be like, "Oh, he's sick. Oh God, he's just looking for garbage. Oh God, all the dogs." <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys. I know Gareth has to go. We have to finish. Uh, this has been great. You guys, yeah, have been thank great. you, thank you, this thanks. Oh, great. that was the one thing that I, I'm so bad at hosting a show. What? I uh, February 9th. So. Oh yeah. February 9th, I have confirmed something. This is episode 164, I think, of uh, Fofop. Uh, On February 9th, if we go at the same rate that we are going at it at the moment, it will be the 200th episode of uh, Fofop. So because of that, I have booked the Meltdown, uh, the Nerd Melt uh, uh, Theatre out the back of the Meltdown comic book shop in LA, the home of the best gig in LA at the moment and a wonderful little theatre out the back done their set list and prompter and all sorts of shows there and uh, we are going to have a happy 200 party. Great. Uh, Dave, Matt, Gareth, Jen Kirkman have all uh, penciled it in their diary unless you get a better offer on a Monday night but but we are going to, it's going to be free so I want to tell people about it now. So, it's not going to be like a what we have a couple of options that gig. Basically, I could just like you know they could charge you ten bucks and you know, you could buy tickets and we could do it that way. Ooh. Right, but that's a way. Let's yeah, not do it way. too much in case sometime in the future we oh. want to do it that way, Gareth. Okay, sorry. But, <laughs> Provisional boo. But, but but for right now, I was finishing a thought. Right, but for that's right it. now, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, 
what I thought I would do is like have a bit of a thank you to you guys. We love the LA Podcast Festival. We enjoyed how much that happened. Uh, so on Monday, the 9th of February, uh, we're going to do a free show at Meltdown. We will record it. We'll put it out for everybody. But if you want to come and see a free show, I'm going to hire the room myself. I'm going to buy us some beers so we can have a beer and have a bit of a celebration. And we're going to have a Tofop, Fofop 200 party. Uh, so uh, please come along. Put it in your diary if you want to come in from somewhere else. But it's going to be a fun night. So... Uh, so that there you go alright thanks guys let's create Thank some you. new photos <laughs> 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 let's create some new my parents memories yeah.